Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Boss Trouble Lounge. You're listening to episode 37. My name is Patrick, and I'm on a shit microphone, but I'm joined by Seth, Steve, and Josh. Say hi, everyone. Good evening. Higgledy piggledy. Hi, Patrick, on a shit microphone. And uh, lovely listeners out there might be wondering, but Patrick, you sounded so good every other week. Why are you on a shit microphone this week? Well, dear listener, it's because I am not at my house right now, so I don't have access to my nice mic. I have. Oh no, he's my... in my house! No, whose random house are you in? Well, judging by the audio uh, quality, I, I disagree with Stephen. Yeah, yeah, actually, in hindsight, I would as well. But unfortunately, not even I am brave enough to go anywhere near that man's house and his cursed rice cooker. No, instead, I'm at my parents' house, uh, speaking on a, uh, what are we, Hyper, HyperX Cloud something something gaming headset from back when, I mean, really, it was only about two two years ago. So, but anyway, so apologies for the audio quality of this episode. So why are you there? While you're there in your parents' house, can you go into your mum's wallet and pull out the credit card and read out the, <laughs> the first number, the 16 numbers on the front, and then the three digits on the back? 16? Really what? Is, is my credit card wrong? I've only got it's 12. 12. No, I'm including the, the expiry dates. Oh, that makes it 18 then. Never mind. Send me a picture of your mum's credit card. <laughs> front and back, or just the front? You know what surprised me? <laughs> Actually, wait, no, it is 16, I think. It is 16. You're correct. I'm always correct. Anyway, sorry anyway. to cut you off there, Pat. <laughs> uh, right, I guess we gotta do the obligatory. We went to Krispy Kreme this week. I didn't. Nada. We're Negative. doing very bad on our sponsorship for the past couple of months. Look, if they sponsor well, me to get some Krispy Kreme, maybe I get you, some freaking Krispy yeah. Kreme. <laughs> you could have just said episodes rather than months. That makes it seem that makes it seem way worse than it is. Don't worry, Krispy Kreme deliverables are still coming. Just, just you wait. Just, just hold just on a bit longer. The, we just need you to, to clear the check. Like the, I keep going to cash, cash the check in, and it keeps bouncing. So we noticed you sponsored Britney Spears. Why not us? <laughs> Cowards. True. True. Uh, speaking of Samsung technology that normally underpins what we get, Krispy Kreme, uh, I've been getting served ads for the uh, Fold and Flip 4. And <laughs> Me too. Yes. Steve, if lie, one more person sends that... If, You're if tempted one more person all sends, the issues all of us had? <laughs> no, no, what? No, not, not about... The, yeah, no, I expect the phone to die in two months. I just mean as an excuse to get Krispy Kreme when I have to get it repaired. Oh, yeah, based. You know you can get, you, you can get Krispy Kreme without having a tech problem. You know that, right? <laughs> I don't know. My tech's just been so good, other than the quality of this headset, that I just haven't I haven't needed the sweet embrace of Krispy Kreme donuts. Just a regular embrace. <laughs> Actually, I'll take any embrace at this point. <laughs> uh, anyway, might as well go into round the loop. Oh, I should have said an, I should have said an embracer group joke. Rats. Never mind. There's, there's still time. Do you do you want to do you, you want to give it a go? Um, like the Embracer group, isn't that someone that's taking over a bunch of, th- um, never mind. I thought you guys would laugh, but I don't really know what I'm talking about. We'll just, we'll just put in like, uh, the, the Among Us, uh, music clip and call it a day, shall we? Yeah, that'd be fantastic. It's Sassy Bucker. <laughs> God, this cool. has well, been now, four now minutes I've... of cursed content. <laughs> Now that I've vomited into my mouth a little, let's go and around the lounge for this week. Uh, Seth, you've been oddly quiet considering the amount of shit that's been uh, thrown back and forth in the first four minutes. What have you been up to? Uh, I watched uh, the first ten episodes of uh, um, Ninja Sentai Kaka Ranger. I saw you also wrote ten pages of notes. Yes, uh, an entire page <laughs> for each episode. 
I, I'm sorry I was so quiet, Patrick. I'm just trying to process all of the shit that's being flung around this, uh, uh, this chat right now. It's understandable, really. Thank you for your service and the fact that you're going to be the only person that has to listen to this twice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Truly the luckiest man in the world. <laughs> uh, I don't mean that. I do go back and listen to the episodes, but it is, it is just funny. Hi, future Seth. <laughs> hope, the, hope the sanity's treating you well. Uh, Steve, what have you been up to this week? Uh, I finally finished Mass Effect 3. So hey. that's been... Yeah. Uh, so now I just can't got a couple wait to hear about the color ending you got. Yeah, I was going um, to say, time, time to hype up the ending. What, what was your favorite color? Green. Yeah, damn oh, right. Green. green. Yeah. You, you picked pistachio? Interesting. Yeah, mint chocolate, I reckon. Is it honest? No, it's just regular chocolate, cream? to be honest. No. Oh, thank God. <laughs> yeah, what to was beat that, the... Um, I asked if it was unironically based off ice cream. Thank God it isn't. <laughs> yes, I, I, it wouldn't defeat, put a pass me for uh, for to defeat, the a race of, to defeat a race a race of sentient machines wiping out the galaxy. You give them a lick of mint ice cream and they can't compute how good it is and they all die. That's exactly what happened. What you, yeah, what it's just you, a family guy, by the way. I I thought I thought it was uh, the initial source material for Pepsi's "Let's End Racism" with a Pepsi ad, where <laughs> oh, we were able to oh, end man, galactic extermination with an ice cream. <laughs> the what? actual the actual end color is um, what color the Pepsi can is that Kylie Jenner is handing to a reaper. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, we're hell. going straight to hell. Yeah, really continuing uh, the curse content, huh? <laughs> we're going to hell. <laughs> Who greenlight? They would have gone through so many people and focus groups and test cases to release that fucking ad. Yeah, at some and, point, and it, it just stage. got to a point where people thought it would be funny if they just let it through. Well, no, I so I I happened I I I feel like it, it's actually like a psychology thing, right? Because you're let, let's say let's say you're the nineteenth person in that chain before it gets greenlit. If you look at that and eighteen people before you have all greenlit it, and you go, huh? This seems like very questionable content that we shouldn't be releasing. But 18 people have greenlit it before me, so they must all think it's okay. I will greenlight it as well. I don't think it's that. I think it's literally like, if you, if you look at it and go, hey, I bet this will fucking generate people talking about our product. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's just fucking that marketing, baby. <laughs> finally, finally, we get the brand recognition that Pepsi deserves alongside <laughs> racism. I yeah, mean, like, they're, they're almost think... too big to fail. Like, they'll just be like, sorry, we apologize. But it would generate massive headlines and free advertising. So, you know. Coke gets Christmas, Pepsi gets racism, right? <laughs> well, I mean, I Coke, Coke also hits... gets that. Yeah, go, go on, Seth. Go on. I, I just think when it hits that 19th person, they, they just give up and they're like, okay, if this is what all the rich people want, I'm just going to say yes because I think the downfall is going to be extremely funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, th and that, that's probably the, that, that's definitely the good ending approach. Um, but no, Coke, Coke retaliated. They saw that Pepsi wanted to claim racism, and they're like, you know what? They can have it. We'll just, we'll just claim esports. Remember, we'll remember claim that, e ad, that that sweet, sweet follow-up where it. I'm pretty sure it was trying to be Dota rather than League, uh, rather than League of Legends, but a MOBA, and then uh, the guy drinks a Pepsi, and then realizes, and then realizes, actually. Oh God, I do remember that. Our, our opponents are just like us. Let's put down our weapons and be friends. <laughs> There Based. was like this whole World of Warcraft bit about it as well, or like just Warcraft. Yep. It's like the, Warcraft. Orcs, the orcs and um the humans uh, drink a coke together to stop the stop the race wars. Too bad uh, nothing can stop the Cold Wars. 
Meanwhile, Crazy. Jay Fuel. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, Josh, we mounted this week. Um, I can talk about Horizon Zero Dawn, not the new one. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. I spent a lot of time playing that. That was a good game. Wow. Okay. That was a weirdly fast run the, run the large. Uh, what did you get up to, Patrick? What have you been up to, Patrick? Uh, well, oh, thanks for mimicking me, Stephen. Hey, Patrick, what oh, have you been up to? Week? <laughs> hey, Patrick, what have you been up to? Sorry, I just wanted to fit in. Um, I, I competed <laughs> in the 48 Hour Film Festival over the weekend, which is partially why I am at my parents. Uh, that was really fun. But it meant that I basically. Were you feeling your parents' credit card? Uh, I, I was actually, it was, it was five minutes of that. It was just from different angles, real flashy, real, real nice. Uh, some, some crisp <laughs> The off-white coloring of it, the bold font. <laughs> <laughs> the tasteful thickness of a plastic card. Oh my God, it's even got a watermark. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, a, um, it's so and, and niche a, if no one gets it. What do you mean if no one gets it? Everyone That's gets it. That's not a it. niche reference at all. It's fucking niche. It's, it's comment, a very no, old comment, movie at this point. Absolutely not. Comment down below if you didn't get it. And comment down below mocking the people that didn't get it if you did get it. <laughs> God, I go. hope I everyone got it. it. Uh, but yeah, so that, that's, that, 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 that was me. So um, still down Wellington, uh, which means that I have I have none of my none of my sweet sweet gaming equipment with me. Uh, have a DS played a play a, I did a, a I did DS, a Monster Hunter like genera- an, generations generations hunt. Not like even a DS, 3DS. Like so not, play not a 3DS. Like and DS. Sapphire. No, it's it's a it's a 3D. It's what we in the biz call a, a like you know, it's a 3DS, but like we on the street just call it a DS. You know. Do we almost up to generations ultimate? <laughs> yeah, slowly. <laughs> Uh, anyway, well, what you should have done, Patrick, been... is competed remotely as an offshore resource, and then you could have stayed close to your gaming equipment. So that, that would have been the smart thing to do. And actually, <laughs> uh, so that's what I did last year, but it was because uh, COVID-19 happened. Oh, I've heard of that one. <laughs> yeah, Just a f- yeah. I've got some meds for you, that'd be pretty sick. You ever heard of horse dewormers? <laughs> no, no, I didn't, I didn't get COVID, but Auckland was in a snap lockdown for eight months. <laughs> Snap even eight months. Uh, it was fun. <laughs> anyway, anyway, uh, can't 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 discuss things that make people sad. That's what we're going to talk about. Uh, searching, searching. Mass Effect Three. Shit, that still makes people sad. Uh, all right. <laughs> no, <laughs> we're going to do all, album of the week. Yeah, we're going to do album of the week. See, I preempted it. I just wanted to get the the still being sad joke. Uh, Josh, the album of the week that totally isn't sponsored by Ford Truck Month. What is it? You're fucking. Um, what, happened, what happened to Ford Truck Month? Ford Truck Month has ended. Okay, actually no. Well, it says it's still the the month. Um. Uh. Yeah. So I've completely lost all my train of thought now. Um. The album is. You need a Ford car. That's why. That'll get you right into where you need to go. Sounds like you need a Ford, Ford Focus. Focus. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> hey. Damn. Can't can't wait for when we get to the end of this. So it'll be a Ford Fiesta. <laughs> Oh, this is good. This is good content. <laughs> this is not good content. <laughs> Man, I'm riding high right now, nearly as high as a Ford Falcon. Oh, it's weak. Put all these shitty takes together and you get a Ford Fusion. I don't even read really nah, these. I thought I killed the Fusion. Far. Thank you for taking that from me. Once, once we put Seth. 
once we put Saf on trial for the murder he just committed, we get to Ford escort him to jail. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> That's a good one. We, we, we can stop it there now. Yeah, um, I can just edit it so that it stays at Steve for killing the joke and not me. We're going to keep saying this throughout the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's all fun and games um, until someone tries to make a fucking Commodore reference and then we shoot them. <laughs> What's wrong Understandable. Why would you make a reference about that? It's, I don't know, man. You, you had a really good one that you had like the aerial as a coat hanger in the shape of Australia. <laughs> good. It wasn't in the shape of Australia. <laughs> That is dramatic. the most bogan thing I've ever heard <laughs> of. I am being dramatic, but I you did have a coordinator as an area. I needed the radio. The antenna fell out. What do you want me to do? <laughs> Not listen, like, listen to silence? No, thank you. It, I thought sounds Ford calls worth it to me. All right, let's Ford Transit to the next. Um, hey. Anyway, so I'm in the way. I'm, I'm, I'm out of Ford vehicles. Uh, I got plenty more, but we'll we'll see. I can't album think of, of a the good week. reference Let's to continue. Go <laughs> <laughs> um, album of the week. Uh, upon actually reading this, I realized it's not technically an album; it's a mixtape. Uh, but it is "Clouds" is it your mix the mixtape by NF. Yes. <laughs> no. I wish I was NF. I'd be five million dollars richer. Um, yeah. So it is "Clouds," uh, which came out. Was it last year at this point? Actually. Um, uh, hey, let me double check. It that. was twenty twenty one. It was twenty twenty one. It must have been late yeah. last year. Um, yeah, so Clouds is a mixtape released by NF. Um, it is a very, very good mixtape. I highly recommend going to listen to it if you like rap um, or Christian music. <laughs> the weird mix. Don't get me started. <laughs> or if you're a Ford F-150 Raptor fan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Jesus. I know we don't have cameras on. I've got the biggest grin on my face right I'm, now. I'm too ashamed to say that when I'm, I'm too ashamed, but not ashamed enough to not say it. That went right over my head. <laughs> God damn! Right. Well, we can get you up to speed in a Ford Velociraptor. All right, you killed it. All right, Pat. <laughs> can anyone stop this man? Velociraptor is in the car. You could have gone like, we can get you up to speed if you ride a Ford Mustang or something, like you know. <laughs> Um, right, so anyway, the mixtape, very, very good. 11 songs, every single one of them is excellent. Um, I don't know what to say specifically about this, because there's not too much what about this other it? than it being a mixtape. It's uh, I've hip-hop, never heard of rap. This. Um, yeah, it's technically also Christian music, which is somewhat wild to me. Like Breaking um, but, Benjamin is a Christian band, yeah. Yeah, Breaking yeah, Benjamin is a Christian yeah, band. Exactly. Bring with Horizon was also classified as Christian for a while yeah. there. Excuse me? Yeah. Which which one of those yeah. is confusing you, Seth? Both. Breaking Benjamin was in Halo, which is a game based around religion, so like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and he's not wrong. <laughs> Clearly, of, uh, Christian music. Seen a lot of AMVs to Breaking Benjamin, which is probably... Mm. Very reminiscent of the time. But anyway, NF, um, sorry. Yeah. So, NF, uh, his real name is actually Nathan, uh, I think it's pronounced Firstine, um, and that's where he got NF from. He began, began re- recording music on a karaoke machine, which is interesting, and his first EP was released via Capital Christian Music Group, which was the first ever hip-hop artist they signed to the label. Um, it... But uh, debuted at number twelve on the Billboard's top Christian charts, <laughs> just wild, honestly. Um, 
And yeah, from since then onwards, he's been doing his own stuff uh, underneath his own label, which is NF Real Music. Um, he's a massive, massive artist at this point, but like super good. Um, Probably needs to lay off the Grishby Greens then. Goddamn. That was a good one, I reckon. <laughs> Sneaking them um, in. That's honestly pretty much all I have to say about it. Um, I know Patrick really liked it. Like when I listened to this, I was like, this is incredible and linked it to Patrick and Patrick really liked it as well. Um, True. I don't know if Seth might have heard songs while we've been playing it in Discord, but probably not. I wasn't around in Discord the last couple of weeks. Okay, fair enough. Um, And I just have music bots muted. Wow. So social. They always um, they always what? cover up everyone else's talking. It's never at a good volume. You just turn it down. <laughs> yeah, um, it features pretty some 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 pretty big artists like hip hop. Uh, sorry, Hopson, um, also hip hop. Tech Nine, also hip hop. Um, and then there's also a remix of the original song on there as well for Clouds, which is the title song. Um, don't really have too much more to say about it. Patrick, did you have anything you want to say? Um, I think. The, so I I knew some NF singles before this. Uh, the one that he got super fa- um, super big off of. Uh, what, what was it? Let me down. Um, uh, let, let, let let you down. I think let you was down the, was massive. Um, yeah. <clears throat> I knew that one, but there was another was, song that was massive for him as well. I think I think let you down was the one that like really blew up. The, that's the one that's well over a billion uh, yeah. listens on just Spotify. So yeah, so I, yeah. I knew that one, but this was the first because uh, I didn't realize that was NF and I didn't really know much about NF at the time. And so this was the first uh, like album slash well, let's let's call it an album. <laughs> first album that I listened through of NF uh, and then got me into NF music. So uh, yeah, really cool highlights. Uh, the storytelling and story. Damn. Yeah, that's excellent. Um, for context, the story is basically uh, he he. I don't know if it's actually true or not. Actually, thinking about this, but the story behind it is that he basically has a housemate, and their housemate's boyfriend's kind of a deadbeat, um, and he goes out to go get fuel, and there's a robbery at a liquor store, uh, or a what's it a quick a Seven Eleven? I think it might, might have been at, a Seven Eleven. It's somewhere station. that sells snacks. A gas station, yeah. Um, so he goes out there. Um, there's a robbery there. He basically accidentally gets involved because he knocked over some shit and tackles a guy with a gun and cashier shoots um, another guy and one of this other guy runs in that was supposed to be this guy's getaway ride and it's the housemate um, and it's just like really powerful, very very good um, storytelling throughout the song. Does it have a good music video to match? Um, I don't think there's a music video for story. There is a music video. Is there? Oh, there wasn't when I first listened to it. I have to watch that. If it's not as good as the music video for Waking the Demon by Bullet Point Valentine, I don't is, want to hear it. It's a fucking excellent song. <laughs> well, the, the, the song is excellent, but the music video is basically just a visual of what the song is about. So Yeah, that's why it's really good. Well, I mean, okay, but... <laughs> I, <laughs> I guess problem, depends. buddy? Well... It's just you have this re- you have this weird bar for what you think a good music video will be because the music video is very true to the the music, so in that sense, it's probably good. But well, what's it supposed uh, to be then? You're trying to say I can't keep up with like two storylines, like it's the kind of the music video ending racism and the music talking about Jesus or something. I don't know. 
Man, that was a really bad analogy, but I, I stand I mean, by that, it. That was a very weird... Like I like that that Christians are mutually exclusive from people trying to end racism. That's a, that's a fun take. Uh, oh, oh, no, is it incorrect? I don't know. <laughs> uh, well, all I'm saying is, story listening listening to the music of story is almost more powerful than watching the video of story. That's all I'll say. But uh, there's a whole bunch of stuff on there that's that's just really good. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't have too much I more think- to say. Standouts for me are probably Paid My Dues and Clouds itself, the, the title track, and obviously Story. Um, honestly, there, there is not a bad song on this this entire uh, mixtape, though. Not yeah. a single one. <laughs> my, my standouts would be Trust, Story, and That's a Joke. Trust I'm a bit half-half on. I really like NF's part, but Tech Nine, I'm just... Yeah, it's one exactly. of those artists That's... where I'm like, I can't yeah. listen to you anymore. <laughs> That's definitely true, but I really like what nf does with that enough for it to still be a standout for me yeah yeah i agree cool anyway that's uh ford's what was it ford truck month album of the week well the the totally not sponsored by ford truck month josh album of the week thank you josh thank you i'll have one more brain aneurysm today (laughs) speaking of brain aneurysms mass effect 3 (laughs) all right yeah something i can shit on whoa 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 whoa. hold hmm We'll see. <laughs> he hasn't played it. You can't shit on something you haven't played. Is that the rule? No, I, Man, can, look, I can look at section, somebody buddy. and shit on it. Okay, Amber Heard. <laughs> oh, Josh, God. Josh has constantly Ooh. shit on the Final Fantasy 16 takes I've had, and he hasn't played it. Oh, no one's played the, whole, it. the whole game, no, one, no, no one's played it yet. It's not out. The, the playtesters is have. The Final Fantasy, is the Final Fantasy 16 in the room with us now? Yes. I've never seen <laughs> Seth and Final Fantasy 16 in the same room. You are correct. Because mm. you've never seen Seth in a toilet. <laughs> <laughs> you are incorrect there. Also- Jesus, that was a good one. <laughs> you, you're telling me you Man. don't watch the video films I put up of me pooping? No, oh, God. Not, only, not, not in the group not, chats? Not only do we have the implication that Christians are actively against racism, but Seth may or may not be Amber hurting Final Fantasy 16. This is a real... <laughs> Man, 37's off to a banger of an episode next time of the week is mr henke's various songs how, how do you know if it, how do you know it's shit if it's not out yet i could be shit in gold that's still shit but it's still shit yeah. <laughs> i mean generally there is gold well there, there can be gold in your in, in your shit you, you digging <laughs> okay anyway like... topic change mass effect 3 it's not really a topic change, it's some shit. shit. I wasn't the one that said it this time, Stephen. It's too easy. And I'm pretty sure that Josh has played this one. I haven't I, actually I, played this one. I, I unironically really like parts of Mass Effect 3, so uh, we'll, we'll see. But anyway, uh, t- tell us about your experience with it, Steve. Yeah, so I, I finally finished it. I... This takes my Mass Effect Legendary Edition to a close, but I've still got to do some achievements. So I'll achievement hunt there. Um, but no, I really like Mass Effect 3. Uh, it's... I, have a, I have a quick question for you before you start. Is this the first time you've completed Mass Effect 3? Or the way no, you're saying this it? Is, uh, no, no, no. It's probably tie number three or four. Okay, um, but it's okay. probably the... Because I haven't played them consecutively ever. Like, I played Mass Effect 1, waited two years, played Mass Effect 2... Waited two years, played Mass Effect 3, and I did weird sort of playthroughs um, at different sort of times. Never sort of all in once like what I've done now. 
Okay. Mm. Uh, so it's 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 really good. I really like it. It's... Did you have did you have the extended cut when like is this the first time you've gone through the extended cut as well? Yes. Yeah. So I think I got Mass Effect three like two weeks after it released, like the originally. So like all that shit was going on, then I finished it. I'm like, oh, like, like the album, the ending wasn't really that satisfying, but I don't know what they mean. But it turns out I was playing with the extended cut. Um, but well, okay, I'll talk about the ending a bit later. Uh, so essentially. I don't even know where to start. So essentially my big problems with the game are that it, as a third person shooter, it tries to do a little bit too much. I think like it tries to give you so many different weapons that you just end up defaulting to your favorite like handful, because it does cost a lot of money to upgrade them. And maybe because I'm playing on insanity, it's a bit uh, unfair of me to say this, but if I didn't have an upgraded weapon, they were, like, I'd be literally making myself a, an uphill battle and it'd be really hard to the point where sometimes it's like, okay, I know if I had my old gun, it would be really good. But because I, I picked you, up this... I know that you mentioned class the last time that you... Because this is the almost the part two of the Mass Effect 3 discussion from a few episodes ago, but uh, just remind everyone what class you were playing. I was Vanguard. Hey, yeah, okay. So, In which yeah, case, it's, it's... using a weapon at all? Ooh, cringe move, bro. <laughs> yeah, but you sort of have to use weapons. Like, like, like hey, shield, and just dig into him, him immediately. <laughs> I knew exactly what you were going to say as well. <laughs> um, maybe because I was playing on insanity, like it's especially with enemies that have shields up, because biotic abilities don't hurt, we don't really affect enemies with shields. So it's like, well, I've got to have something. So I usually just had like a an assault rifle and a shotgun just in case, just so I oh can still get. Oh my god! Okay, yeah, that's a that's a loadout. <laughs> Pew, pew, pew. Um, and I, but I, but for all the the weapons I'd bring, I'd put um, ultralight materials on them so they'd be even lighter. Uh, and so that probably links into because you you can bring a maximum of five weapons of each different class. Like you can pick one assault rifle, one sniper rifle, tell me one you shot, didn't shot bring, Please tell me you weren't playing Insanity Vanguard with five weapons. No, no, no. You wouldn't be able to do anything like. You might as well just play soldier at that point. But for each weapons have like weight and the more weighted you are, the longer it takes your powers to recharge. So yep. if you're like at the, the maximum weight limit, it doesn't affect like movement or anything. It's your powers take, I think it's 200% longer to charge. Yeah, it's, Whereas it's uh, 200% less or 200% more depending on the weight. Yeah, essentially. Yeah. And I was roughly between probably uh, an extra probably 90 to about 30%. Depending on what happens, like as in, like I was, my powers would recharge faster, and that's that sort of worked because there's, there were a couple of missions, especially at the start, where I was like, oh yeah, I don't need to use powers. Powers are shit. I just use a sniper rifle, and it's like, okay, I've used one power. Okay, well, sort of like I'm sitting in cover for a minute waiting for that to recharge, um, and in, and insanity as well. That the AI is very smart. Like not well, actually, no, it is smart. It's always trying to flank you. It's throwing like three grenades at you to get you to move. And it's like, hey, you're out of cover. Beep, 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 beep. Um, which is like, it's pretty good. There are a couple of uh, frustrations, especially when it comes to like Reaper enemies, like those Banshee things, um, because they just keep literally pressing you. So you always have to be moving. But because you're out of cover, you get killed. But because those things have so much shields and health, it takes them fucking forever to die. And if they get too close to you, they literally one shot impale you in the chest. And it's like, okay, I hate this game. Um, 
but the auto saving's pretty good. Literally every encounter that you finish it auto save. So I never really felt like if I was missing a lot of time. Um, but it, I think having such a huge amount, like a huge pool of weapons, gives the game a very big disser- like a disservice. Like having, like, I I don't know, maybe just the 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 playstyle I had, but I definitely defaulted to like what a rotation of two or three assault rifles, depending on what I was feeling like. Then you, yeah, you'd pick up a new one and be like, okay, this one fires a bit faster, a bit slower, or has shoots grenades instead, and that's sort of it. Uh, yeah, you've got your squad mates that you can sort of give orders to and they can use their abilities, which is pretty good. You can use one enemy to sort of overload their shields and it's like, okay, cool, they've got no more shields. And that's it, they're done. And that's probably the more you interact with your crew members, you can get their powers and abilities as well, which I thought that was pretty cool. Like I never really explored that too much because I didn't really need it, but it's sort of good you can be able to sort of change your play style depending on what you're feeling at. And you can always sort of respec all of your points that you're putting into all your powers and abilities, like for things like 5,000 credits, which is not very much at all. So that was pretty cool. But I definitely, towards the end of the game, I had, like, I obviously hit the max level cap because doing pretty much all the missions plus all the DLC plus bringing over a character from a previous game gives you a bit more levels. I definitely hit the the level cap towards the end of the game, like, probably about three quarters in, I reckon, but I didn't have enough points for, to max out all of my abilities, and that frustrated me to no end. Like, it was just a weird OCD thing knowing that I think it was like six out of my seven abilities were maxed out and the other one was yeah. like half maxed yeah. out. Not that I really yeah, no, used that. definitely can't that. max all of them out. Yeah, but it's just strange. And then, yeah, I don't know. It was a weird OCD thing. I kept like checking like, okay, I have leveled up. It's like, oh, I haven't leveled up for like a couple of missions now. But yeah, okay. So the DLCs are pretty good. I really like them. They do explore different things. Like you've got the Omega DLC, which is sort of where you're with a uh, character from Mass Effect 2 and you're taking back the space station Omega and you've got like a different crewmate to help you out. Uh, there's Leviathan, which is sort of interact with the creator of the Reapers to be like, oh yeah, that's right. You would have had a creator as well. And that's sort of interesting. Uh, and then there's the Prothean D- DLC. We actually get to interact with the Prothean, which is this sort of uh, advanced race that pretty much existed before civilization as we know it. And Dealing with Javik is really cool, and he's always been like, hey, in my cycle, it was different. I was like, yeah, your cycle died out. All the best, big fella. Good luck. <laughs> Better luck this actually, time. In my actually day. Just, yeah, actually just old racist boomer. Literally, yeah. And he's like, oh, that, well, back in my day, humans were just monkeys. And I'm like, cool, man, I'm holding a gun now. Like, back in the, free- <laughs> back, back in the freezer, what do you want? Jesus. Yeah, like, he, uh, he, he is It really doesn't sound cool like much has so- changed since humans uh, discovered space travel in Mass Effect then. No, not really. If, if like, um, the only achievement you can accomplish is holding a gun still. Well, you got, like, biotic abilities, but uh, that's not going to Yeah, so, and, but my favourite DLC is, it's called the Citadel DLC. D- Citadel DLC, try saying that three times fast. And essentially what that is, is your pretty much got mandatory shore leave. It's like, hey, I know... Earth is being taken over by the Reapers, but hey, give yourself a break and hang out with your buddies. And there's, there's, like, there's a whole, of course, there's a subplot of one of your clones running around and he's trying to kill you and you're like, oh, fuck, I've got to deal with this. 
And then when you finally deal with that, you can actually have a party and you can invite all your friends and your squad mates from all the ones that are alive. Ga- well, all of them would be alive, wouldn't they? Well, Except for Morden. You can kill yeah. quite a few of them. Yeah, you can kill almost all of them. Um, but yeah, but all, for, in all my playthrough, I made sure that they all stayed alive. So the only one that died was Morden, and that's because he was trying to kill the dinner page and being a nice guy. But, oh, well, better luck next time, Big Color. But yeah, the <laughs> Citadel try DLC. Try ending in a galactic extermination on your own terms next time, pal. The Krogan deserved it. Um, <laughs> there, I said oh, it. <laughs> wow. Jesus. I said if it. Only, if only um, the Solarians and Krogans had just shared a Pepsi, am I right? I knew you were going to say it, because if, <laughs> if you didn't say it in that sentence, I was going to. <laughs> yeah. Um... Yeah, so the Citadel DLC, pretty much, you have, like, a party and you're talking to your friends and it sort of, I don't want to say gives closure, but it, like, sort of reminds you that the squad mates you're sort of interacting with have, like, personalities of their yeah. own and it's sort of really good. And it's, I really enjoyed that DLC. I think it's probably one of my favorite DLCs of all time, to be honest. It, yeah, um, I'd, I'd, I'd contend it probably is as well. It's really fun. Hmm. But the, the, the question on everybody's mind, the, the ending. Um, so essentially the ending does get, come down to you've got one or three choices and whatever well, choice you make, it's essentially... One of four. Oh, one and four. Okay, yep, you're right. You can choose to do nothing and you just doom the entire galaxy. Oh, well, one, um, one and five then. What's the fourth one? Hey, Execute the star you... child. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's pretty much the same one. Um, Are you I know, advocating but for killing children, Patrick? Well, all I'm saying is if, if that child doesn't have a Pepsi near its hand, I can't be held responsible for what happens. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, that silence has gone on for a little bit too long. Um, <laughs> I, no, I, uh, I chuckled, but I don't think it picked up on my microphone. <laughs> uh, no, the, the so um, initially in the game, the, there are... I don't, I don't actually realize doing nothing... I guess doing nothing is its own ending as well, but uh, in the base game, there's only the three endings, but then with the extended cut, I think it was the extended cut, one of the DLCs, um, they added being able to execute the Star Child, which is basically just the red ending, but a different a different way there. So, well, so like, uh, we keep referring to it as like colored endings, because essentially you've got a choice to either combine uh, organic and synthetic life together to make a synthesis. A weird- the synthesis ending, which is pretty much a weird blender baby. Yep. Um, which is also destroy- known as like the, the best ending canonically. Yep. And that's the green ending, which is the one that I chose, because why else would you choose a different one? True. Um, you've got the red, the red ending, which is the destroy ending, which pretty much destroys all um, machines, like whether sentient or not sentient in the galaxy, uh, which is the red ending. You've got the... Blue ending in our car? Yeah. Completely yeah, blue ending, which is, which is control. Oh, yeah. And blue ending control, which means you get to control the Reapers and use them as you see fit, which is essentially... Dictatorship. Yeah. Is it the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look, are they machines? that Do they have free will? Hmm. If they're really sentient, think, then it? yes. How can a machine be sentient? Hmm. Think about it. All right. Anyway, <laughs> so I, th- I personally think like there could have been no good ending. Like, sorry, as in a way of um, conveying the ending, there is no 
they back themselves into such a, a story and the, the journey and with your squad mates and half of it is, well, not like it's three quarters of it is like trying to solve this problem and the solution to the problem is never going to be as good as the problem itself and trying to overcome it. So I do not think there's anything they could have done to have made the ending like satisfying or good. But I think they could have varied it. <laughs> yeah, they definitely didn't need to do, uh, hey, you can't understand how this works, but it does. Here's the I win button. Press it. Um, After 150 I, hours of gameplay, that's it. Good luck. I don't recall saying good luck. Well, the, yeah, that's pretty the, much it. The problem I have is that they, they almost did too much with Mass Effect 2 in that the ending for Mass Effect 2, I don't know how, if you guys have looked into much about like mechanically how that works, but there is so much like conditional and math and like there, there actually is like math and like random chance on the suicide mission in Mass Effect 2 and it takes in everything that you've done throughout the game and then it takes in stuff like where the ship's upgraded to, where your squad mates are upgraded to, all this other stuff and then it, it will always give you the same out, well almost always give you the same outcome. I think it might actually be always the same outcome based on like the, the state of a game state, basically. So if you, uh, if you have killed one squad mate, that doesn't just affect like one piece of the ending. Them not being there can affect multiple parts of the suicide mission. And so you get these almost sort of butterfly effects where there's like a priority list of if this person is still alive and this event happens, they are the first one to die. But then if that person's no longer the first priority person to die, then a second person will, will die in their place and it just sort of cascades down that way. The problem I have with the third one is that they took all of that complexity and was just like, all right, so what's your favorite color? <laughs> and Literally, and which they, they, yeah, Mass Effect 2 does so many, there's so many different interplaying parts and that can change depending on your choices, both yeah. before the mission and during the mission. And All then number three is like, hey, what do you think? Do you have three options? Thoughts? Ma- Mass Effect 3 has that little uh, paper thing uh, at middle school, which uh, has all the like colors and numbers inside that you do the, 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 the little fortune teller. You know the one? It's really strange that I was going to make a Chatterbox reference as well. But ah, you've done it first. Yeah, I don't think we ever called them Chatterboxes, but yeah, uh, it sounds like the same thing. But yeah, and, and it's annoying because like, I, I actually quite enjoyed... The end, like for me, the the problem with the ending was that it wasn't varied. Like I got the synthesis ending when I first when I first played through the game, and that was pretty soon after it came after it came out. So I was uh, on the fringes of hearing all the issues that people had with the ending, but I was sort of uh, separate to it. So I finished the game, and I was like, I actually I, I I thought that ended it rather well. I got the canonically good ending. I'm really interested to see what the other endings were like. So I went back and just chose a different one and went. Oh. <laughs> oh, it's the same. Yeah. Oh, I did this, exactly this the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, li- literally, the only thing I knew about like the ending of Mass Effect Three was like I didn't even know what the choices were. It was literally just, hey, it's the exact same cutscene but a different color. Yeah, yeah. that, that just... to me throws it off. It could have literally just been a different cinematic, and it would have been fine. <laughs> Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, and like when we say it's the same cinematic, it's the exact same cinematic, except for like a color hue. Yeah. Uh, like we're not like being dramatic about it. We're not 
Oh, it's the same thing pretty much. I know it's literally like literally just holding up a piece of cellophane and watching the cutscene again. <laughs> yeah, and then there's like a cutscene after it that explains it a bit. That it sort of gives a bit more of a a slideshow sort of thing. So a little the, bit of what happens, the, but that's it. There, there is one ending difference. I realized that uh, executing Star Child does not shortcut you to the destroy ending. I remember that it gives you the the the. It's not really a secret, but the fourth ending of you shooting the star child like basically the star child's like oh you have um i guess that was also the problem that that was a problem that i was willing to overlook the first time i played it but uh the reapers were these really cool all-consuming sentient race of creatures that were like harvesting life and then you get to the ending of mass effect 3 and they're like oh yeah no they're just dumb machines and i tell them what to do and now uh you've made it to my secret easter egg so now you can tell them what to do and that's kind of annoying, but I was willing to overlook it because I, I was on board with everything else that was happening. But if you execute the Star Child, you reject the you, you reject the premise of choosing uh anything about what the future of the Reapers should be. And so the Star Child is like, Okay, well I guess we're just gonna fight to the death then. And then Shepard's like, Yeah, and we'll beat you and then and then and then they don't. <laughs> and so the, <laughs> yeah. the the ending the ending cinematic is a um it's like a Prothean beacon, but I guess it would be like a, a, I don't know, it wouldn't even be a human beacon, like a, a this cycle beacon or a. a it's like a time capsule. It's it's that it's that time capsule that Liara makes, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is. <clears throat> but it's it's the one of Liara going, "Help us, Obi Wan, you are only hope," or, yeah. or whatever she says at, at the ending of Mass Effect Three, because you know all life got extinguished. Um, so yeah, there there is that fourth ending, which is varied compared to the others, but not varied in a super meaningful way to me. Yeah, I personally think it would have been very hard for them to do a good ending anyway. Yeah, like, it would have, and it's 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 fun to meme on it, but like the rest, I I really liked the rest of Mass Effect Three enough that I I don't know I if I if I close my eyes and pretend that there's only one ending and that's the synthesis ending, I'm actually reasonably okay with how it ends. What's otherwise yeah. probably my favorite series. So yeah, no, and I'm say. very much in that camp as well. I'm. It's, Probably top five favorite series of all time. Um, I, yeah, I, I think just like I can understand if you don't like the ending. What's the point? But at the same time, it's the ending is just one point. It's the whole journey the way through there. So yeah, yeah, I highly recommend it. Like, it's, yeah, play it. Everybody go play it. It's on Game Pass. But I don't Even have if it's Game, on Pass. Game Pass. I'd recommend. Yeah, well, it's too bad. Um, <laughs> it goes on special all the time. Mass Effect like, Legendary like, Edition was free on free Amazon games. recently, and it was free on oh, Epic yeah, somewhat too. recently. And it just, I think it's being added to the PlayStation 1, I think. Or it is, is it? part of? No. I don't know. Um, it's also part of the, um, if you don't have Game Pass, the EA. Uh, EA Play, yeah. EA Play thing, yeah. So there's EA many Play, ways yeah, to get it without paying for a huge amount. It was on Humble Bundle recently as well. So. But yeah, even even if even if you don't like how it ties up the series, it does tie up a lot of the really kind of uh i'd say fairly crucial subplots within the mass effect series like tying up yeah. tuchanka tuchanka is a sick bloody set piece same it with is, yeah, that's is really a sick is a sick set piece so yeah. even yeah, if you're not on board you, with the you, ending yeah yeah you can solve the quarry and geth conflict you can cure or not cure the genophage you get to all your different homies and all homets you can solve all their different problems and bring them all together. Mm. It's just there's, the ending to the big plot is just it's unsatisfying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Miranda, let's go. Um, it's my one. 
Wow, just because she's Australian? How'd you know? <laughs> that, that, was a, that was a really long pause for that. Oh, I was making that clicking sound on my mouth, but I don't think my mic, my mic was picking it up. Um, but yeah, it's good. Yeah, uh, out of 10. I'm, not, I'm never going to give a game a 10. No game's perfect, but it's like a 9. Fair enough. As it, a series, it's a, best effect. It's a nine. I love it. I was waiting for a ten. <laughs> You're not getting like it. Yeah, no, I don't believe it. Like nothing's perfect, type of thing. Um, but it's what like if you could give it a to... point, a nine point something. What would you give it? I don't believe in giving out points either. If <laughs> yeah, you, don't believe, out you don't believe in the hundred scale. Not really. I think the hundred scales overcomplicates things. I Personally, it's either wait, 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 don't wait, wait, recommend wait. it or you, recommend it. You don't believe in the hundred scale, but you're totally willing to believe in the ninety scale. What is this? Uh, it's a ten point scale. Right, but you just said that nine is the highest thing you'd give it, so you believe in a nine-point scale. Hmm. <laughs> Based. On what? Uh, not giving things out ten. No ten, yeah. <laughs> yeah, not, not perfection. Um, okay, well then how about we change the review system to be don't recommend, recommend, and highly recommend. How many Krispy Kremes out of ten? <laughs> How many months of board truck month out of a year? God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> I'd give this a truck of nuts out out of Ford. The fuck mm, is that I scale? That... <laughs> I don't know. I'll comment, like, down, this is comment, comment down below if if you're an American that understood that scale. You guys don't know what truck of nuts are? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> it, it sounds like something <laughs> you made up. <laughs> no, so you know how you can put on <laughs> So you know how you can put on like your, your tow bars Like the nuts Oh, those, yes Yeah um, I don't know I, I thought they were called trucker nuts but uh, I don't know Maybe You got any of that uh, that beer with Skittles in it? You know, Skittle Brow? <laughs> I think uh, you it doesn't exist <laughs> Yeah Alright, well give me a six pack and a couple of bags of Skittles <laughs> I also um, I also enjoy that uh, Steve talks about how he would never give a game a perfect ten, but he also says that he's played Hades. So yeah, that's true. That's a nine as well. That's really good. That it's a highly recommend. I'd what? I'd give it a ten, but I still need to finish the story. Fine. Yeah. Exactly. And, and give it finishing a 10 the story, LST, you'd, you'd easily honest. give it an eleven. Steve. Yeah. Exactly. What, what could what what could Hades do differently for you to give it a ten? I don't know. See, that's the thing. I don't know what it... There's no such thing as... If we give a, a perfect score to a game, then it's like, oh, yeah, cool, I'll never play a game again. Everything's going to be shit in comparison. Well, okay. <laughs> okay. Fine. Let's, let, let, let's accept that premise for a sec. Hades is a very good game that makes other games shit by comparison. <laughs> What's yeah. your point? Mm. <laughs> okay, no. Okay, mm, you got me there. All right, then. Um, let me take that on board and reflect. <laughs> In the meantime, though, go play Mass Effect. Man, I can't believe I have to give Steve's rating scores a one out of ten. <laughs> oh, no, I don't know. I'm willing to go all the way down to a zero. I, I believe that exists. <laughs> I can't believe Seth's willing to go all the way. Wow, you believe in the zero point scale? <laughs> Holy shit. But, but Seth, once you give him a zero, everything else seems amazing by comparison. <laughs> You're right, it does. <laughs> Oh no, the Josh shakes, they're coming. <laughs> I'm sorry, Steve, I love you. <laughs> uh, I do not recommend the, this sledge. The zero, the zero is hitting rock bottom. Uh, the Josh shakes is putting it six feet underground. <laughs> Unless it's about Final Fantasy 16, in which I am correct. Ah, uh, still six feet underground. 16 feet underground. 16 feet underground. 
But anyway, yeah, I've talked about Mass Effect for too long. That's oh, already too many feet for really, Josh, dude. Be careful. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't know Josh had a limit. Um, but yeah, cool. I hate this. Quentin Tarantino <laughs> feet reference. Right. Anyway, thank you for that, Steve. Uh, Seth. Let me get my notes. <laughs> Let me get my Please essay. God, no. <laughs> All right. Welcome so... to list with Seth. <laughs> yeah, oh my words, God. words, words. I, I'm kind of treating it's this. Been a while. I'm kind of treating this uh, this first set go at uh, at Kaka Ranger, kind of like a Josh um Josh's uh, album of the week, sponsored by Ford Truck Month. So I've got a couple. <laughs> I've got a couple of fun facts here and like just general information on the show. Okay, but I don't go. I don't do a dot point for every song on the album. No, let him fi- let him finish, Josh. Let him finish, and then we can roast him when it's over. All right. Don't cry because it's over. Roast him because it happened. <laughs> let him finish, like how the RS two hundred finished really highly in the Group B Rally series back when uh, Ford was doing rally cars. All right. So now that's um, a niche reference. So um, I watched the first ten episodes of um, uh, Ninja Sentai Kaka Ranger, which was the um, the Sentai series that ran from nineteen ninety four to nineteen ninety five. It ran for about 53 episodes, which uh, makes it the third longest running uh, Sentai series to date. A um, couple of fun All facts. Right. Yep. I'm going to be honest. It, it sounds like you're saying hentai reference. I know you're not, but I'll need <laughs> you to explain the difference to me. Hentai is what you do Sentai when you want to... Sentai is safe for work, hentai. That's why it starts with an S. Hentai is what you want to watch when you want to jack off. Sentai is what you want to watch when you want to watch people get together and do fun things. I'm still not seeing the difference. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it just feels like I get to roleplay more with one of them. Uh, Sentai, they usually put on a one, uh, uh, onesie. I'm not seeing the difference. <laughs> <laughs> trust me, you'll, you'll just have to trust me that there is a difference. How many okay. tentacles? <laughs> uh, Sentai kind of does have some tentacle monsters. Yeah, see, no difference. <laughs> One of the ones in these uh, ten set of ten episodes uh, is a is an eye monster. There's also a vol one. I don't really want to hear about that. <laughs> Not helping your case, big fella. No, I know. And so here, here, Seth is willingly walking into the lion's den, saying, "Yes, I willingly watched this." Please yeah. continue. I, I am uh, I am willingly making it sound worse just for you guys. <laughs> and it's not even that he just watched it; he watched it and took notes. I actually just went and looked at the episode list and t- took notes from that because I didn't think of taking notes while watching it. Um. Anyway, uh, fun fact: it's the fifth Sentai team for the he- uh, the Heisei era of Japan, and overall, it's the 18th Sentai team. And uh, um, you're right; that is a fun fact. <laughs> it is the only Sentai series to stagger the introduction of the heroes. Um, it slowly introduced them over the first three episodes rather than just showing all of them in the first episode. Um. And for Power Rangers fans, um, the footage from this series was used across uh, Power Rangers uh, Season 3 and the very, very short-lived Mighty Morphin Alien Rangers. Because when you see Japanese iconography, you go, ah, yes, we should localize that as being alien. They specifically did a Japanese-themed series for uh, this, uh, this run because um, Die Ranger, the one that came beforehand, was uh, Chinese-themed. And uh, so they wanted to do something more um, at home. I, I guess would be uh, what they wanted to do. And they wanted to also explore um, using yokai folklore as um, the enemies throughout every episode. So every every episode when they introduce one of the enemies, they give like a very, very short rundown of what that yokai's myth is. 
Anyone that doesn't understand anything Japanese is going to be so lost with what you're talking about. Okay, to, I'm lost with what you're talking about. To, <laughs> to, Super to Sentai English, is basically just Power Rangers, right? That's all it is. To English, to Englishify it, yokai are Japanese demons, and Sentai are Power Rangers. Oh, so which one of the? He's literally off? just watching Power Rangers. <laughs> Do I say that? So the yokai are like the Reapers, and <laughs> the Power Rangers is like Commander Shepard. Have they tried yes. sharing a Pepsi? Which one was chemically nuded? Um, uh, strange thing to say. <laughs> I don't know where to go with that. But they, they probably drink Coke. <laughs> okay, so I'll, I'll just do like a small breakdown of the um the episodes I've watched so far. So so the first episode um introduces three of the um heroes and um they they go to get their powers um while fighting the um. A yokai demon. Um, it introduces us to Sasuke, Suruhime, and uh, Seikai. Then uh, in the second episode, they in, uh, the, the Kappa demon gets away at the end of the first episode, making this a two-parter. And uh, in the second episode, they introduce to Kappa's wife, the um, uh, Roku Rokubi. Uh, I they made the demon based off a twitchy mate. That's wild. <laughs> and, um, uh, they I don't get it. They also introduced the fourth member, Saizo, and the team's vehicle, Nekomaru, which is a living cat-themed bus. Um, they, they go out of their oh way to God. see. <laughs> they straight up stole that from Ghibli, what the fuck? <laughs> what do you mean? They stole that from the magic school bus, and they made it into a cat girl. <laughs> we'll get yes, to the cat girl in a minute. <laughs> we'll get to the cat girl in a minute, uh, Patrick. Settle down. But yeah, they, they go out of their way to say, no, the, the bus is a living creature, so treat it with respects. Um, it's very Japanese, yes. <laughs> uh, and by the end of this episode, they take care of the Roka Ruby and the Kappa. Um, the third episode uh, introduces the American ninja Jiraiya, who spends most of his runtime speaking in English. And people, they, they also make it a point to point out that no one understands him when he's speaking in English. So he'll only ever speak in Japanese to convey his messages whenever he deems it completely necessary. Um... And this is the episode where they also introduced the mechas for the series because um they've also been slowly rolling out like the general uh Sentai things that you'd see like the weapons, transformations, the mechas, and everything else you'd get in the series. So just double checking, this is the one that I should or shouldn't be jacking off to. Uh you can if you want. Doesn't answer <laughs> the question. I wish you didn't say that. You you probably shouldn't. It's a it's a children's show. But if you okay, okay, I just you could have just said no. You could have just said no, and we moved on. Now you're making it weird. You're the one that's asking about jacking off the Sentai. You're the one that's bringing All it right. up. I am not very funny. This is not. This is not Gucci. Um. Yeah, episode three also introduces the yokai Azukiari, and he gets away in this one, which also makes. Episodes three and four, two parters. Um, they do this because they introduce a mecha in episode three, and then in episode four, when they do the big fight with Azukiari again, um, they do the fully combined mecha, which is the Mateki Shogun, which is just a giant shogun. <laughs> um, and then after this, like the, the episodes crab? get no, 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 like like the Japanese <laughs> person shogun, but it it does have a crane on its head, not a crab, but still. Eh, close enough. Yeah, I'll allow it. And then from here, the episodes get a bit more episodic. Um, episode five has um, Saizo and a child trapped in a maze while um, 
the Nurakabe and uh, Mokumakuran uh, yokai are gambling to see who escapes the maze first. Um, these two yokai get away, and in episode six, because they got uh, they got embarrassed in episode five, they start framing uh, Suruhime in episode six for theft. Episode seven is a. Did you actually hang on? Did they actually steal anything, or was it yeah, just yeah, like yeah. a hot- um, uh, they they oh, go into a jewelry store with a bag full of potatoes that they magic into looking like money. Um, give the pay mm. the pay the people with the money. Uh, leave and immediately the people come running out of the store, going, "This isn't money. This is potatoes. Where the fuck are the thieves?" And and I just think the image of like a store owner running out into the streets yelling, "This isn't money. This is potatoes," is like extremely great. Yeah, I guess so. What sort of potatoes were they? Just just regular uh brown potatoes. Speaking of potatoes, I just bought an air fryer. Oh, Peace. nice. Air fryers are great. Yeah. We, we should talk about the air fryers after I'm done with Sentai. <laughs> mm. When I get the air fryer. No, no, it's waiting for delivery. So then when it arrives. Next week, maybe I'll do a review. Telling Steve to shut the fuck up. <laughs> He's like, shut up. I'm talking about my Japanese show that's built for children. <laughs> Man, speaking of air fryers, though, episode seven is a food episode where um, uh, the uh, Gakut- uh, Gakutsuki, I think is pr- how it's pronounced. It looked uh, suspiciously like Terry Bogart from um, uh, the King of Fighters games. From Super and, Smash Brothers. And Fatal Fury. And yes, Super Smash Brothers. It, it looks exactly like Terry Bogart, except instead of a head, it's just a giant mouth. And this is a Vore episode where it forced uh, it forces itself fucking Vore episode. Shut the fuck. It forces itself into Saizo's stomach, which forces Saizo to keep eating until he grows into a huge person. I I will not elaborate further than that. I'll be quite honest with you, fella. I did not ask. (laughs) You never ask, but I deliver. We got Terry. We got Kirby. Man, everybody's here. Everybody is here. (laughs) Got Sasuke, <laughs> Goku's being added next week. <laughs> Goku's already in Fortnite. What's John, we're talking John about Fortnite? We're talking about Super Sentai. <laughs> really, I couldn't see him. Now, now, Patrick, here's the one that that you mentioned earlier. Episode eight brings us an evil cat girl who's stealing children and turning them into uh, uh her little minions of um terror. So and, children. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Um, and and for victimless uh, I, crime. I guess I guess this is like the episode that gives us a little bit of a Nekomaru um episode because uh, it, they they rely on uh, the the bus cat a little bit to get the job done. Um, episode nine is based on the American Ninja Jiraiya. Um, he's been watching too much television and he's he, he's literally being a child in this episode. He's copying everything he sees on TV. He's copying samurai shows. He's copying wrestling shows. And um, there's another, uh, there's yokai uh, Dorotabo, who is also obsessed with TV like Jiraiya is, and they start competing to see who can become more famous. It, it doesn't go well. It's actually probably my favorite episode out of this list so far because it's actually really, really funny. Um, and then episode 10 creeps me the fuck out because it's an episode where Sasuke is forced to fight um, uh, the yokai Kanaka Gigi, who is trapping salt. So- trapping human souls into dolls so it can pretend to have a family. And just all of the dolls moving around in this episode is terrifying to me. Right, okay, yeah, so fine. now that Play you're on. done the episode list, I have a question. Yes. Uh, what bet did you lose to make you have to watch this show? Uh, no bet. Um, <laughs> I actually enjoy Power Rangers and Sentai and Kamen Rider. Really? Yeah. Uh. <laughs> 
Okay, no, power to you. Power to you. Who, who am I to judge? Uh, we'll start a Patreon for Steph's therapy. Uh, I mean, you guys, <laughs> you guys are making fun, but you're literally going through Naruto, which is also a show for children. It's, it's much more interesting than live action people jo yelling Josh. about demons. <laughs> Josh, you misunderstand. The therapy is for me. <laughs> Correct. I, I would now like to inform everyone that I will be returning to this every 10 episodes to talk about more uh, Sentai. Every 10 episodes. If you would episodes. like Seth not to, please write into the book. <laughs> I will ignore them because I am the editor and I can do what I want. All right, but, but who's, who's the sponsor for this every 10 episode segment? Uh, not Toy Animation because they'll take us down. <laughs> Didn't Bondi take us down in like the price is on a truck yeah. in a Ford dealership near you? Toei owns the um, Sentai series. They, I think they own most of like the superhero blocks. I think they do both Sentai and Kamen Rider. Huh, interesting. No, it's not. <laughs> okay. What? Sorry. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I, I don't really have any questions because a lot of this went over my head, I think. <laughs> yes, I can but confirm. I, I, I guess, what, what would you give it out of 10, Seth? Out of what uh, you've seen so far? So far, like, uh, probably an 8. I'm enjoying it a lot. Um, there's, when, when it shows an episodic format like this, you, you know what you're getting every episode, but I don't think that stops it from being enjoyable. It's more about like what they do between the things you expect that make it, uh, that make the show for it. Oh, do you think it's the, do you think it's the sort of, uh, media that would benefit, that, that is like stronger when it's animated or is there something about it being live? Cause I imagine like if it was being done to like today right i guess unless you're netflix you'd probably end up making it an animated series no they still do stronger or? they still do live action sentai to this day and kamen rider they're still going very strong at the moment um and you think and, live and action is still the right right call for it yeah yeah um the only thing i have a problem with with like current sentai is that when they do the mecha scenes now they do them in um tv budgets uh cg which I oh, think, no. which I think looks horrid. Um, so it's like like yeah. Thunderbirds, like puppet, puppets on strings. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. This is what the, the old the old stars is like people in like suits or like models that are being filmed, and I think those look so so much better. And uh, this this series is definitely from the era where they were still doing that. Um, I I think it looks fun. They they do fun things as well. Like um, they keep throwing in. Uh, comic book sound effects over um certain actions um or even just funny moments like throwing in a giant oh no uh when something bad had happened um yeah it's they they play around with the show in live action in ways that i think are fun oh that's pretty cool that's cool well as long as you're having fun i am having fun but yeah uh, i was like I, i'd give it like an eight out of ten it's been enjoyable Sweet. Uh, well, uh, I guess we will move on from that. Thank you, Seth. Uh, Josh, Horizon. Yes. Would you like to talk about Horizon, or are you gonna just sort of power through the second one and give thoughts on the series? Um, I definitely will take a break between the two. Um, now, has anyone not played, played Horizon game. and doesn't want spoilers? I played it. Seth I, don't, Seth, I don't think you've played it, right, Seth? No, I haven't. I plan on it at some point, but just go go ahead and talk about it. 
I'll talk pretty broadly. I won't give specific spoilers, but there's there's parts I want to talk about the game that uh, would be mid. Uh, it's it's a very light spoiler, I would say. Um, right. Okay. You play so as a girl. <laughs> you do play as a girl. You have uh, and, and there are there are mecha monsters, machines, but close enough. Um, right. Reapers, so have you played it, Patrick? No, I haven't. I've played no, okay. all of five minutes of it, fucking around on a friend's PlayStation. Okay, hmm. when when did you play a Steven recently or no? Oh, it would have been like 2019, maybe even 2018. Like, actually, 2019, I think it was. It was a fair while ago. Okay, so a couple of years back. Okay, so um, to give broad overview for anyone that doesn't know what Horizon is for some reason, <laughs> it's been pretty popular, but... Um, it is exactly what Seth was saying. There are um, mechanized uh, animals and dinosaurs and various other bits and pieces. Um, they basically inhabit a world that is post-apocalypse. And the main sort of beginning story of the game is trying to understand why these machines have become hostile over the last 15 years or so. Um, and you go out to explore and go through this, like, almost Ubisoft-y open world where there's bits and pieces and quests everywhere and um, you, you basically try and find out what caused the violence of these machines and you, you go down this path. Um, now, in, in general, you have a spear, you have a bow, and then you have various elements that you can shoot out of the bow with your arrows and your traps and, and bits and pieces like that. Um, and you have customizable armor to the point where you can slot in and out uh, basically modifications. Um, you can do the same thing for your weapons. Um, the open world is... When I say Ubisofty before, it's it's Ubisofty if you had taken like one area of Assassin's Creed and then sort of filled that in with a little bit more than just collectibles. There are quests and you visit all sorts of areas of the map to do these quests and you sort of get things along the way without deliberately going out of my way for it i pretty much got every single collectible in the game there was only about two i think that i was missing out of the like 72 total um so it was not too bad uh but the the big selling point of this game is definitely to to start with the the i guess machine monsters and dinosaurs and animals and everything that are in there and then as you go on it's primarily a story focused game um stuff i want to talk about is basically the Horizon story as a whole. So while it starts with the the quest to sort of go through and go, okay, well, um, where are these machines coming from? They're dangerous. Uh, you're very, very, very early on. Your mentor slash father figure gets killed, and you're sort of also on a quest to basically avenge him, but also try and figure out why these people invaded your hometown and and killed him, trying to kill you. Um, but going on through there. You, you find out basically that the, the cause of the machines is what they were calling a derangement and that they're getting more and more hostile ever since your birth, basically. Uh, and you start learning about the machines to sort of give broad non-spoilers. <laughs> you start learning about the machines and their relation to you, as well as the, there's this overarching concept of where you grow up in your, your society, for lack of a better word. You, everything's basically uh, formed around the concept of like your mother and paying respect to them, and you don't have one, uh, and you're trying to figure out who your mother is. Um, the story really sort of shines, I think. So there's 
there's parts of the world where you find out what happened to the original world, why there's these ruins everywhere, what caused the apocalypse and everything. But the, the really strong part of the story for me, which I was really surprised at, is really just focused around Aloy herself um, and her story to find her mum and just the, the understanding and the growth that that character goes through as well as the story of her mother because you sort of find out um, all about her mum and like her past and what she did in the previous world and all these other bits and pieces which tie in really nicely. I can't really say too much more other without giving away spoilers, but the the game as a whole is just extremely well written. I think that it's one of the story the strongest stories I've played in a while. Almost not not quite as good as The Last of Us, but definitely up there. Um, I, I I definitely think it's worth playing. I think that. There's a whole bunch of different themes going on. Uh, from what, so I did every single side quest before I finished the game. The ending seems to depend, or the the bit just prior to the ending seems to depend pretty heavily around what was what you did in the world. So I think it, I think the ending would be harder or at least different if you didn't go out of your way to do all the side quests. So there seems like there's a bit of like uh, Mass Effecty Bioware kind of stuff going on there too, where it can affect the. the at least the the visuals you're getting of the story, um, yeah, that that that's that's pretty much it. It's very good. I would highly recommend playing. <laughs> yeah, what do you feel about the combat? Uh, mixed. I think it would have really <laughs> done yeah, well with it. <laughs> no, I I really enjoyed the combat. My big my one big takeaway about the combat was that it really needed a lock on system. <laughs> mm, yeah, that, that was the right, that only was, thing yeah. that I was really like, man, this really holds this back. Um, the start of the game, it's not too bad because you're usually fighting one or two machines. Once you get like really into it and you're fighting people and you're fighting machines and there's like 30 of them in this little area, you're like, fuck me, bro. You're just dodging constantly and just pressing attack and hopefully it's, it becomes like it becomes Dark Souls. Basically, you start rolling to, to iframe dodge things and just start whacking things or you stay really far back and take pot shots with your bow. <laughs> Um, I think yeah, it does. It does become like that. Yeah. Yeah. It when you're doing like the one-on-one sort of fights where you're fighting like the uh, I guess quote-unquote boss monsters of the little areas, like the giant bird and the Tyrannosaurus kind of monsters, that that really shines there. Where you're using your bow to pick off. So the the combat focuses pretty heavily around uh, elemental advantage, and also you can use those elements and the different types of arrows and stuff to break off parts of machines. And you can break off, for example, the guns on the side of the T-Rex and pick up the gun and start shooting the T-Rex with it. All that stuff is sick. It doesn't really hold up when you're fighting 30 different enemies that you two hit, but they're annoying because, you know, there's 30 of them. Can you hmm. carve the gun once you break it off? Uh, no. You, you carve not out... One center. Yeah, you well, carve out I don't know other about you, pieces. Steve, but I just heard it. I just so I've heard Josh talk about for the last seven and a half minutes about how he went and hunt, hunted monsters. So honestly, know, maybe, there's maybe a lot of similar, um, a lot of similar aspects to Monster Hunter in terms of like elemental advantage. You can like set things on fire. You can paralyze them. You can freeze them. You can do a whole bunch of different things like that with the types of arrow that you're using. You can, can break I have off parts. Seth, join my game and feed. No, <laughs> damn it. Horizon. Um, yeah, no, the, the, the whole combat, like, like I said, is, it's really good when you're doing like one, one V one on a, on a big sort of boss monster. And it does be kind of come once century where you'll, you'll break off parts and you'll get extra parts. If you break them off, you just don't get it for the weapons that you break off. 
So if I break off like the metal on its back or I blow up one of the like blaze containers, which is like this um, ignitable substance, I'll get that blaze container as loot. Um, and you have to go collect parts to upgrade your, um, not weapons, but like your, like your stash of things. So you, how many arrows you can hold, how many potions you can hold, how many armor pieces you can hold, how many modifications, stuff like that. Uh, resources. So there is, it is a little bit of a collect-a-thon kind of thing, but when you start the game, you, you, you get the ability to craft arrows basically using money and wood. Um, that I was, I was being pretty cautious with like oh you know i don't want to act like use all these resources i'll use my spear whenever i can as you progress through the game and you can buy those resources super cheap or you you find them everywhere in the resource containers you basically just use you like that's weak to fire i'll just use fire arrows that's weak to shock i'll use shock arrows whatever um and those uh weapon abilities change based on the type of bow you're using as well so you have a bow that does like shock and ice and you'll have a bow that does fire and stuff like that so you have to swap things in and out so the the combat is quite good. It just really needed a lock on system, and yeah, the having to fight mass amounts of enemies was a bit a bit weak. Um, what, what were your thoughts on it, Stephen? Ah, uh, yeah, I really enjoyed it. It's sort of probably about seventy five percent of the way in. I got sort of a bit like burnt out, and I'm not sure if it's because it's just a lot of like you're doing the same thing over and over again type of mm. thing. And I I. Do hmm, I'm trying to cast my mind back. I I did really enjoy the combat. I did enjoy the world and the whole idea of uh, humanity's essentially gone back to being primitive, but all these uh, machines are roaming around eating people. The climbing just sort of res- I thought it resembled a bit too much like one of those Ubisoft games where you got to oh climb up. It's you climb yeah. up the head of those tortoise giraffe things and it's like oh cool well, it's one of these games yeah luckily there well, was yeah, like, so that acts like a, like a like a synchronized point like in assassin's creed for reference luckily there's only about six of those including the one in the dlc so they do feel almost meaningful when you get it and they unlock very they large do, that areas is true. And you, yeah and you do get a good view um, yeah and the, the the like override thing that you do to take control of them is very cool that is that is true that is very cool I mean, yeah, maybe it's just because it was like, like the first couple are like, oh, okay, cool, this is all right, and then it's like, all right, it's just fucking work. Yeah, yeah, it is a bit like that. Like yeah, I would make a beeline for them so I could clear out the map so I could see what else was in the map. Ex- see, that, and that's what it comes down to. It's like, oh, okay, I don't know where I am. I'm just gonna go straight to find this, and then it's all gonna be it. Yeah, I think, I think I'm lucky in the way that I approach the game because. Being open world, it it's not like Zelda-esque open world, for lack of a better term, like Metroidvania, where you sort of like have to go back and then you unlock different areas. Once you get to the main area of the game, once you basically complete the tutorial, you can go anywhere. <laughs> um, so yeah, I it's went out of my way. I don't want to use this example, but it's closer to like a, a Breath of the Wild or a Skyrim type of open world. It's like... There's nothing yeah, stopping I mean, you from it is, going yeah, somewhere Once you else. get through the initial area, you can just go wherever you like. Uh, the only exception being the DLC, which you have to get a little bit uh, far in the story before you can go to that part of the land. Um, but I basically jumped in and I did a little bit of the main story, and then I went out of my way trying to like sort of uh, do all the side quests and everything because they were just fairly enjoyable, but also I was trying to get used to the game. Um, so by the time I had completed almost every single side quest... I looked back and I was like, oh, where's the main quest? And I'm like, oh, I'm 20 levels higher than it. 
So you know, I, fell I, that, I fell into that same thing. Like, it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, okay, I'm doing a couple of side things. All right, let's do the main things. So everything's dying one hit. Yeah, which I, I didn't find a bad thing because I think like the, the side quests were mostly forgettable. So some of them were very, very good, which were the main ones that sort of act towards the end of like, oh, you help this person, so they're here and you can do this now. Um, that, those ones were interesting. The other side quests were just mostly busy work. Um, but the actual main quest itself was phenomenal. Um, I, I loved the entire story from start to finish. And to me, that was the strongest part of the game. And I even said, like, I understand why it's an open world to, to add the vastness and the like whole, this is an apocalyptic world, go explore it. You can, you, you get parts of the, the story from the world itself. But it would have been a much stronger game in a in a story based format where you just basically go through areas and progress. In my opinion, um, yeah, which is a that's shame. true. Um, but the main story as a whole was fucking excellent, and I I highly recommend even if you're not gonna like play it to even just watch someone play it or watch even just um the the basic main quests of the the main story. I I think it's excellent, and uh, it it really sort of. Uh, the, the the main character being female was a huge like selling point of that story for me, and I think that they did an excellent job with it, and they made her a very strong, very good representation of what a, a female lead should be in video games. So I'm I'm very happy with that. Yeah, it's probably one of the first AAA games where you actually do play the whole story as a female, isn't it? Um, Tomb Raider, Tomb Raider, and uh, Mirror's Edge. There's a couple, but they. Mirror's Edge is probably not so much, but like Tomb Raider and stuff, like they were always like sexualized, even. And there are multiple points through the main. Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. But like, there's multiple points through the story of this game where you'll meet different people, and they'll be like, "Hey, I'll help you because you're hot," kind of thing or whatever. And she's kind of just like, "Fuck off." Yeah, (laughs) yeah, she she does it a fair bit, and she's basically just on her quest and doing her thing. And while she's not particularly like rude, she's not like not rude either like she's just a strong female lead and they did a very good job with it i think that's cool yeah. uh it's that's available on pc say. as well right it is uh that it was, was released Sony, on pc a year across. or two ago that long ago holy shoot all right a little while ago yeah because it's been it's it's sitting in my wish list but i just have too many other things to play that that's not at the top but i intend to play it at some point probably um, it's also available on the PlayStation um, Game Pass equivalent, whatever they're calling it. I forget what they're calling it. It's just PlayStation Plus Deluxe. But I played it through there, and it was it was good enough that while I don't intend on playing the second one right away, because the first one is a very closed-loop story, I feel, um, I do intend on playing the second one to the point where I, I was willing to buy it. It was on sale, quote-unquote, and it was like 80 bucks instead of 125. Um, so I was like, oh, you know what? That's that's sort of the the maximum I will ever pay for a game. And I didn't have to pay to play the first one. So 40 bucks each game. <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll pick it up. Um, but I'll give you a review on the second one when I play it, I guess. Because the next thing on your list is Outer Wilds, right? Outer Wilds is definitely next on my list. Um, I opened it up and then got a little bit confused, died, and was like, I'm going to bed. <laughs> but it is yes. next on my list to play. Fantastic. Great game. Love it. Yeah. So I'm look- looking forward to talking about that again. <laughs> yes. I might actually go and play that again. Actually, I won't. Too many other things to do. 
Well, Echo, Echoes of the Eye is one of the next things on my list. It's a DLC uh, for it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And while I think of it, Cult of the Lamb is uh, out very it soon. Is. No, it's, it's out, out now. now. Out now. Okay. Yeah. A mutual well, friend was... of ours has been playing it. It looks very good. Very fun. Sure which Roller was, Drum yeah, is also out, and I'm very heavily thinking about buying that right now. That's waiting for me when I get back to Auckland. But thank you for that, Josh. Uh, I believe that is everyone's week covered, yes? Mm-hmm. Unless that you want to correct. cover something. Yeah, do you want to talk about anything, big fella? What's on your uh, mind? Well, I don't really have anything to talk about. Uh, Hot Wheels DLC uh, sort of covered. Out of Wilds sort of covered. Both have been completed, but both, I don't think, there is a lot of meaningful discussion to be had yet maybe if other people play it and we get more of a consensus on it but both are good gave my out of tens of, of both in previous episodes shout out to previous episodes go back and comment down below which episodes those were because i don't remember oh. without, without giving anything away I... how was your experience with the 48 hour film festival like just just the filming process how, how did that go for you if you want to talk about it yeah i guess i can talk about it for five minutes uh which is ironically about the length of the film um so this is the uh, ninth, I think, eighth or ninth. I, th- I think it's ninth now, because uh, we, we calculated. I think the first one you guys did was twenty twelve, so it'd be ten years. Oh no, but there was a year missing, so nine. Yeah, but I, I missed yeah. I missed one of them, and I competed with a different team for one of them. Uh, so oh, I, crater. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I've I've competed with basically the same team for all except two years. So yeah, I guess I guess that was this would be my ninth one. I don't think I think I'm only missing one. Um. Is that right? I'm pretty sure uh, it was nine, because I was no, going I, through it with a friend of ours. Uh, I'm missing two. Anyway, the point is I've done at least seven. <laughs> and it, <laughs> so, no, no, no. So this is important, right? Because the 48-hour film festival, it's been running since early 2000s. Um, really cool thing. Really, really fun way to get into it. So I first competed in 2012 in high school. And uh, so of the at least seven that I've done, I think it's probably eight now. I think there's probably two that I'm missing. Um, of of the eight that I've done, uh, pretty much every year, they give you... Uh, so they, they don't want you to have a film ready to go, right? So when you when you enroll, they... Uh, so seven o'clock on the Friday, they give you a genre, and then because it's changed uh, formats over the years a couple times, but usually some combination of a prop, a character, a camera shot, or a uh, like a line. Uh, although this year it was a character, um, uh, some combination of those. Usually three of those elements alongside alongside the genre. And so there's normally at least eight genres to pick from. I have done eight of these. I have gotten musical three times. <laughs> <laughs> Good I, Hamilton I part two. Do not understand what divine maths I have triggered to get to the point where I'm doing a musical roughly a third of the time that I compete in a 48-hour film competition. Uh, And so the one that I just did was also a musical. (laughs) Woohoo! Which, I don't know. Musical comes with its own set of challenges. I was really hoping that it wouldn't be a musical. (laughs) You know, the ability to sing is one of them. For for record, um, I, I was helping them out doing quote-unquote editing um and on the friday when i asked patrick to send through the stuff it was like musical oh we're fucked <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
was hilarious to me. What was the yeah. other theme? It was a gatekeeper. It was yeah. Um, so so what what was required for for this year's film for the 2022 uh, Vista Foundation 48 Hour Film Festival was uh, you needed to make a film that is less than five minutes that is of the genre that you've been assigned. There were ten genres to pick from this year, which makes it even funnier that I got well funnier and sadder that I got musical slash dance. Um, the other requirements were that we included a sign as a as a prop or or like uh, I think it could also be metaphorical. I think that, they let that you was read, my interpretation of it. Yeah, yeah. I I think they let you read into a sign in any any way you wanted, but there had to be some reference to a sign, uh, whether a physical sign or a sign from the universe, uh, a character that was a gatekeeper, uh, a a whisper or something that was whispered in the film, uh, and I think whisper. those were the three. This is my voice coming right into you. I feel like there was one more, but uh, I don't remember what nice. it was. No, I'm pretty sure that was it. Whisper, whisper, oh no, I'm whisper. thinking, I'm thinking one more because it was it was a musical slash dance, <laughs> and you went with musical, understandably. Yeah, which, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I, I've only seen one uh, national winner win on the back of a musical, and that was because they coordinated with the Auckland Fire Department to. Uh, burn a house down as they were oh, shot. Actually, uh, I, I so what I what I think it was was that the the that team, um, that team I suspect knew or was involved with the fire department in some way, and I think it was like a uh like a training thing that they managed to get footage of uh that weekend. That's really cool though. Oh, it was a sick opening shot. The cool it's also like, that. Oh, what what the hell do you do to like? top that you know like if, yeah if, if a musical is going to take out the national title it's going to be the one where they burn a house down as the opening shot not even that but i burn a house down within 48 hours <laughs> <laughs> true uh but yeah that, that that was a cool video so i don't i'm not claiming that what we produced will be anywhere close to that but it is just it's a little annoying that of all of the different genres that we could choose god decides that musical slash dance is the one that we get a third of the time which <laughs> really don't know how to feel about that but overall the weekend was weekend was fun we were a little bit short on on um crew uh, a couple of people that wanted to compete couldn't they had something come up at the last minute uh so we had a lot of people um kind of doing multiple things which if we were in a larger team it generally works easier to have people kind of specialize and focus on one or two things throughout the weekend. But yeah, it was fun. There's an NDA on it at the moment, so I can't discuss too much about it because they are currently judging, currently judging all of them. But in within within a month, probably within uh, two, two to three weeks, uh, it'll be freely available online for anyone to go and ridicule. I will That's be first in line to ridicule. Six minute roundup of of the forty eight hour festival. Um, yeah, I guess that brings us to the end of part one for this week, and it means that we get to move on to part two for this week, which is of course the news. And starting off the news this week, we have more Kirby. Uh, I can't tell if I'm if I'm woohoo or not about this news. I I'm, I'm boohoo. It's I'm... literally you're paying money to to play Kirby four guys, Kirby guys, uh, four Kirby's. <laughs> Four Kirby's. Kirby's. Is it Kirby's Dream Buffet? Four guys became free, free to play as well. I, I thought Kirby's Dream Buffet was a free game. It might be. No, that's what I thought of as well. One few, uh, it's twenty five dollars. Oh, oh, that's, I mean, that's pretty cheap. 
I think that's pretty steep. I think that's pretty steep for a game like this. The duality of man. Yeah, yeah, behold. I think that's steep for a game like this. It doesn't look like... Fall Guys was $25, I think. Fall Guys... Yeah, but now it's free. Yeah, and Fall Guys had more to do from the looks of it than this does. Yeah, but it doesn't have the round, friend-shaped Kirby. I want to play you're paying for the IP. I want I mean, to, yes, I want a Nintendo, Nintendo I want yeah. a Kirby Fall Guy now. They they've done multiple other ones. They've done Sonic ones. Give us a Kirby one, and make it horrific. No, please no. <laughs> make it make it Kirby, but just in the shape of a Fall Guy's bean. Yeah, it's please like no. Ker- it's Kirby eating the Fall Guy, and he's just stuck. <laughs> like like the mouthful mode. <laughs> mouthful of beans. Oh my god, mouthful mouthful Fall Guy bean. Oh no. Um. Yeah, it looks. You guys are looks, breaking my heart. <laughs> it looks interesting. I I don't see myself picking this up. It seems like it's trying to fill a niche gap that I don't really care about. It's a to, it's a small me, fun little party ish sort of thing, but yeah, yeah, but to to me to me this this gap is filled by some combination of Mario Party, WarioWare, and um, yeah, but they're eighty dollar uh, games. Okay, I, I would happily uh, pay. I would happily pay eighty dollars for Mario Party compared to twenty five for this. Gosh, yeah. I don't know. Uh, Mario well, Party brings me endless joy and frustration. <laughs> Does it? Every time I bought a Mario Party game, wait, I play wait, one wait, game wait, with wait, friends, wait, wait, and they're wait, like, wait, wait. "Nope." <laughs> Hang on, but Seth, you haven't been paying eighty dollars for Fast Travel Lounge. No, I should be getting paid for <laughs> Fast Travel Lounge. No, no, no. But you just for said what? you would pay to get to, to for something to bring you endless joy and frustration. That's literally what the last 37 episodes have been. Yeah, but I should be getting paid for my time putting work into it. You know what? This we'll is call your side it hustle. You're on that grind. You get paid in exposure. <laughs> <laughs> what exposure? <laughs> Expo- exposure the therapy to Josh. Oh, God. I went out. <laughs> I'm, you know I'm breaking like... it for a year deal. <laughs> but it's a different type of exposure, not the one that got you banned from schools. This is like exposure <laughs> for your budding podcast career. Holy shit, Steve. But... <laughs> But, 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 Seth, you can't back out of the three-year deal. What'll Mixer say about this? Uh, I, I don't care what Mixer says about it, because they, didn't they, didn't they have to pay out everyone that they had in the yeah, deal? Yeah, they died. Yeah, they, they, they did. They did. They did, yeah. Yes. so if... That's, that's, okay. that's why Ninja literally could not care about what, what he does on Twitch anymore. Yeah. But, you know, anyway, as, lo- yeah. as long as, as long as Josh has to stick to the three-year deal, then I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> Jokes on you! I'm not even here for half the episodes as it is. <laughs> we did the math. It's more than half. I think I've been here for the last four. Time for a mm. break. Damn right. Yeah, time for a break. Uh, anyway, anyway, anyone else? Anyone else looking at picking up Kirby? What? No. Not for the amount of money they're asking for. Maybe if it goes on sale. But then again, it's a Nintendo game, so they never go on sale. I'm pretty sure I have twenty-five dollars of like saved-up Nintendo online credit thing. So pretty good. I'm- Mario. The ra- that Mario and Rabbids game goes on sale all the time. Like that's a Ubisoft off, game, like. but it's like got Mario in it. Yeah, but it's a Ubisoft game. Ubisoft yeah, see, to make it also has it. the Rabbids in it, so it really drags yeah. it down. I don't know. <laughs> Nintendo would never publish something with the Rabbids in it, wouldn't they? Speaking anyway. of speaking of things that are rabid, uh, fans for Hogwarts Legacy can be disappointed to hear that the game's been pushed back to uh, 2023 release. It was supposed to be was it November December this year. It was Initially. it was rumored December this year. Um, yeah, well, pretty much twenty twenty two, and like as the, the 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 days became months, it, it was wasn't coming out. Yeah, delayed it, so they can remove all the anti-Semitic and transphobic remarks. <laughs> Scrub it clean. <laughs> J.K. Rowling had it good for too long. 
<laughs> but yeah, no, it, it was um, it was hard 2022 as as it came days and the year, the months and the weeks. Like Steve said, um, it it started feeling like it was never going to come this year. Then rumors were going coming out like, oh yeah, no, they're going to do a PlayStation State of Play in September. They'll announce it for December, and then the news hit that it was coming out February instead. Four days before Valentine's Day. That everyone that still loves Harry Potter religiously can play it on Valentine's Day while they're still single. <laughs> you heard Yikes. me. Yikes. <laughs> I do not know. Wait, 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 wait. And speaking of being alone. <laughs> I, I just want I just hey, want to quickly not say I Thank just you. want to quickly say that I do not condone Josh's messages. What's new? Alright, so speaking <laughs> of alone, Patrick. <laughs> oh, I'm so happy with that. Uh speaking of alone. Uh, with, but this is this is quick fire. Holy shit! Going through a whole bunch of news so quickly. Um, speaking of alone, uh, we have an Alone in the Dark reboot announced for PS5, Xbox Series, and PC coming. Uh, actually, do we have? No, we don't have. The release, release date was day. not announced, but it's been in development since late 2019. Since 2019. Yeah, that 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 was what I saw, and then uh, and then figured and there'd then be a release date follow up from that. Yeah, uh, Alone in the Dark was something I played a demo of on PS3, and it was really interesting. Um, never got the full game, uh, but no, it was something I always wanted to play, and a reboot sounds interesting. Yeah, You're just I... used to being alone in the dark anyway, aren't you, big fella? <laughs> oh. I'm not alone, I have my left hand. Oh. <laughs> you sit on it so it feels numb? Someone else there with you? No, no, I, left, I, I do that to righty. Get help. <laughs> You're the one that started me down this path. <laughs> no, I didn't. know. that's maybe you in your own time, your business, big fella. I meant in the conversation. <laughs> wait, no, wait, 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 wait. Steve, Steve finished Seth. Is that what I heard? No, Steve Only started me, and I had to finish myself. Oh, okay. Uh, that that happens with Steve. Wow, alone in the dark, eh? He's Self- a selfish player. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, I've um, got my five seconds. I'm done. Five? Oh, <laughs> shooting for the big leagues. I'm a marathon runner. What can I say? Always funny. You finish your marathon one second fast. The fastest man in the West. Can we please move on? No. Uh, So Alone in the Dark is interesting. I didn't know a huge amount about this, but uh, it's... uh, So I don't know... uh, uh, Because... Shoot. When... This is a reboot of a game that I've only heard of, but I don't know much about its original. When, When was the original out? 2007, I think? Yeah, okay. That, that that's, that's sort of the ballpark that I, I wanted to feel I know it was a PS3 360 game. Because I think I remember this when I was into Alan Wake, which sounds about right Based. if that's around 2007, Mark. 2008. But... Actually, you know what? I think I remember reading about this in the same magazine, the Xbox magazine, as Alan Wake, to be honest. <laughs> it does sound vaguely familiar. But, yeah, but the... The, the double, double checking on it, Alone in the Dark, the game was 2008. Yeah, cool. And so the the fact that the timing of that means that I completely missed it when it came around the first time. I am also tentatively interested in the reboot because this has, at least on paper, a lot of the elements that I quite like in horror film. So yeah, I'm I'm reasonably excited for this. Yeah, and it's got me interested in checking out the original game. In fact, it's a dollar and a half on um, Steam right now. I'm sure you could you could wait for that to be fifty percent off, but it's if it's already ninety, don't know you're gonna get a better deal than that. Two dollars and fifteen cents to get four games. I am putting that in my cart right now. Um, <laughs> apparently, you're actually gonna get to it. You have so many games in your backlog. We felt what the fuck are you doing? I mean, I gotta buy it while it's on sale. 
Stevie's already alone in the dark. It's it's a win-win. Turn the um, light apparently, on. Alone in the Dark also was a 1992 video game that inspired the original uh, the original Resident Evil games. Huh. Which is kind of based, so I might give it a go too, especially for like a dollar forty-five, like it currently is on Steam. Two dollars to get four games. I, <laughs> alone I in the Dark, know. Alone in the Dark Two, Alone in the Dark Three, and Alone in the Dark Two Thousand and Eight. Huh. Oh, there you go. I don't know how well they would have aged, but. Yeah, I guess for two bucks. I mean, it's two dollars. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, it's half know, the price man. of a cup of coffee. Yeah, well, I mean, for for only um, for for only forty of those, you could get Dragon Ball Z the Breakers. <laughs> mm, <laughs> that, that's that's a hundred and sixty games of value right there. Uh, anyway, moving on, we have SpongeBob SquarePants. Oh, wait, 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 sorry, the... just before we move on, it has a one percent rating on Rotten Tomatoes as a movie. One percent. <laughs> That's fucking rough. <laughs> is it? Audience score of 11%. Oh, surely this is a separate movie. But anyway, it doesn't matter. Sorry, move on now. What, what 1% movie? was just shocking. Alone in the Dark. I don't know if it's a movie based on the game or what, but it popped up in the Google results. And yeah, it's a 1% tomato meter rating and 11% audience rating. Hold up. Alone in the Dark. Because that, that sounds like... Um, uh, that's the video game series. Where's the movie? Uh, 2005 horror film. Uh, hang on. Oh, 2005. Uh, okay, no, it's it's a uh, uh, different, different film. The Lionsgate films. Else. I don't know, but yeah, that's that's an incredibly low rating. So it must be god awful. Huh. Okay, because there's there's one. Um... Well, it's just that same video, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 that's no, no, mine was a dark. One hour and thirty eight minutes. Geez, Seth. Listen, I, I am a good marathon it's one second of seven. It's one second of seven and an hour and a half of him crying. Oh god, the stills from this movie do look <laughs> and then, awful. And then eight minutes of credits. That's a horrible thing to say about Seth. I, I gotta get the pre-game, the post-game. <laughs> the interview with the other team. <laughs> yeah, the boys play is pretty good. Yeah, credit to the boys. <laughs> full, full credit to the boys. Just, all, got, just gotta go all, out there and play the, some footy. All of the ass slapping in the locker room. Damn right. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing straighter than that. <laughs> Let the boys play, I say. Uh, anyway. But you uh, never let me play. It's the idea. Speaking of play, um, SpongeBob SquarePants, The Cosmic Shake, uh, we have a 2022 trailer of... Uh, I Have we talked about this at all? This looks completely new to me. We talked it about this being announced, well. but this is the first time they've shown it. Like, right. they, they had a splash screen reveal before. If, I think it was a release date or a now in development message. But yeah, this is basically like a a new type of platformer, like uh, Battle for Bikini Bottom. Since that yeah, I was going to say because it, it's, remake came it's out. a lot. It looks a lot like Battle for Bikini Bottom. Yeah, yeah. It does inspire a certain word, five letters beginning with S. I, I was Sleep. thinking of a four letter word, but uh, starting with K. Sorry, what? <laughs> Kino. I don't even Kino. Oh god, oh. I was so lost on what you were going to say. <laughs> I thought you horribly misspelled a slur. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah, I was like, what? <laughs> Okay, what? Uh, yeah, I, no, I don't. I, I, I would not call SpongeBob a Rice Krispie Square. <laughs> he does kind of look like one. Uh, I, I don't know that this game has a huge amount on the box checking of things that I find enjoyable, but it looks like, like a fun collector fun. I like SpongeBob, I guess. So. They they just did oh, Battle for Bikini care. Bottom to get used to this type of game, so I, I kind of care. hope it, they'll do good. I, I think that I've, I've got faith in them. 
<laughs> How good would it be if they announced a release date of just Squidward doing the future? <laughs> <laughs> That'd actually be pretty fucking tops. <laughs> you fucking excellent. I would almost buy the game off the back of that, honestly. Uh, it, yeah. Wow. Um, it's probably for kids. Yeah, it's a SpongeBob there game. I, I don't it. know what to tell you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't think us hardcore gamers are fully going to appreciate it. Yeah, no, well, that, 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 we have Battle for Bikini Bottom, the most hardcore think, SpongeBob game of all time. But think of the achievements. Mm, think of my, the easy uh, gamer score. Nah, some of them might have like a bullshit achievement, like reach number one percent competitive in SpongeBob Online. Yeah, you have to make a jump that you can only make if you follow Rainbow a specific set of instructions as soon as you load the game. Nah, maybe. Nah, I'm not going to get it. I don't care. Nah, me either. I'll probably get bundle. it at some point when it's on sale. It'll come in a humble bundle at some point. I'll play it then. That's true. <laughs> will you play it or will you buy it? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's already <laughs> been on the humble bundle. That's what I mean. Cr cross DLC. Uh, right. Moving on, though, we have a <gasps> in a cowboy outfit. Yeah, the cowboy outfit is so good. Yeah. He's a cowboy. Yeehaw! They, they got multiple say. costumes throughout the trailer. It actually looks really, really good and well done. Like, I like level-specific costumes and platformers. I just like that they have voice acting. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Look, not, yeah, not all, not you, all of us can, uh, can reach that bar. Look at um, Nick All-Star and Pokemon. True. It's a hard, it's a hard bar. It costs a lot of money. More money than Game Freak can afford. They're, they're a small indie studio, after all. Give them some slack. Uh, anyway, next up on the list, we have announcement of a new South Park game in development, uh, courtesy of THQ Nordic. This would be the, is it fourth? At least in terms of main games, because there's uh, Fractured Butthole, Stick of Truth. There's a <laughs> Snowball Fighting <laughs> 1 and the Kart Racer. South Park Kart Racing from the yeah, PS1. Oh, oh that's okay. such a good game. I had, I had it on the 64. My, uh, South Park Rally, secret. I think it's called. South oh. Yeah, that might, that might be it. I think it might have been the same game. Um, yeah, I, I think if it's going to be another RPG one, it would be the third one, if that's what you're asking. Maybe that's what I was thinking of. For some reason, I thought they'd already done three. But yeah, Fractured Butthole and Stick of Truth, because those are the two most recent ones, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, cool. Uh, anyway, so they announced it. They, they announced basically no detail uh, alongside it, other than right at the end of the um, uh, THQ Nordic Digital Showcase. But yeah, I'm moderately excited. I played through a chunk of Fractured Butthole but didn't finish it because I got it on Switch and it was just it was it was a game that I regret getting on Switch because I got it on Switch when it was on sale but it's not a game that I felt like suits playing on Switch just because it's sort of in that intermediate thing of it doesn't have the pick up and put down sense of something more casual but uh, it's also it probably not... requires more than 5 frames a second or... <laughs> I mean <laughs> I I think play play wise it was probably fine actually it's just like, um, uh, yeah it just wasn't wasn't something that I if I like my preferred way of playing a game like Fractured Butthole is keyboard and mouse I think I'll say and so to play it with a controller was a bit unwieldy for me and then playing it with a controller on Switch when it was in docked or just on Joy Cons in handheld just wasn't super uh, enjoyable or or easy for me to kind of enjoy but anyway so i i, I, enjoy, I, I, I enjoyed fractured butthole i enjoyed both of them both of the previous ones fractured butthole and stick of truth mm. um mm. which i uh, downloaded them so i what? might give yeah, them a go I, 
I platinum stick of truth. I never got around to playing uh, fractured butthole, but it seems good. I I'd what, like stick uh, of truth a lot. What difficulty yeah, did you fractured play buttholes. fractured butthole on, Steve? Uh oh, that's right. It had like the race scale. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> did it really? Yeah. yeah like, oh, man, said, like, beating like, lizards with a punch on that one. <laughs> yeah, like narrative difficulty was like white is white, and like. Um, the harder difficulty is like black. It's so funny. Oh, yeah. um, that's actually so it's, fucking it's funny. The, very, very South Park. Yeah, there's excellent compilations of people seeing that for the first time and losing their minds at it. It's very entertaining. I would also it, lose it, my mind at it, yes. It reminds me of the Family Guy joke about if someone's uh, um, uh, safe or a terrorist and it's just... Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, exactly the yeah, same yeah. Scale. It, it's the same scale, yeah. I think oh, there's only nice. like four, though, I think. Um, four or three. Or, I can't remember. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Play those games. They're really good. They, anyway. they can be got for very cheap. But nice. yeah, anyway, THQ's making a new one. Though from what I saw, it doesn't look like it'll be in the same vein anyway. Um, from what you saw, might. it was just a thumbnail. I doubt it because um, th- because uh, Ubisoft made the last couple of games. THQ will do something completely new, I think. Saints Row, South Park, let's go. <laughs> uh, God, if only. Hmm. Uh, not a huge amount more that we can share on that, though, so we shall move on. Uh, next one, we have uh, Disney and Marvel Games Showcase, set for September 9. Uh, I... A Disney Direct, if you would. <laughs> a Disney Direct. Uh, I... I need someone to tell me if I should care about this, because my default position is that I don't. <laughs> I, I will steal a joke from Twitter. Um, no, mm. Patrick, Marvel vs. Capcom will not show up here. Patrick, I need you to put up your hand. All right. My hand is raised. This is an audio medium. No, Patrick, they will also not be Kingdom Hearts or KOTOR. My, my hand is raised again. The only thing that vaguely interests me is the um, quote-unquote sequel to Jedi Fallen Order that may get shown. That That's it. I could not care less about the rest. I'd, I don't reckon it will be. I'd love for that to be shown off. I'm also putting on my clan makeup and hoping that we get some Kingdom Hearts because they usually show up at D23 events. In fact, uh, they announced just- a Toy Story World at a D23 event. It, it was really cringe because uh, Nomura was sitting there and getting freaked out by people pretending to be the toy soldiers from Toy Story all marching around him. Is it called D23 every year? Yeah. Why is it called D23? Because eventually uh, it'll be D23 next year. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what I thought it was going for, the 2023 announcements. I thought it was like a yearly thing. It, it has a reason for being named... It's a D for Disney and 23 for 1923. Hmm. So it is Thanks, a year. I hate it. I thought it was talking about the, the, name, the number of Marvel movies they were going to release this year. Guess I'm wrong. <laughs> movies? You're expecting a lot. They, they split it up into shows now to make it cheaper. All of this is horrible. All right, let's move on. Uh, unfortunately, nothing that was said there makes for a good segue. But next up in the news, we have Multiverses adding DC's Black Adam and Stripe from Gremlins as part of their Season 1 DLC announcements. <laughs> Fucking which Gremlins. I guess canonically means that The Rock... Wait, does The Rock exist in Fortnite yet? Yes, yes, he does, actually. I feel like he should, but yeah, I, don't yeah, know, I, think I don't know as part of what collaboration. I think he was just there as The Rock as a one-time thing. <laughs> just, just as The Rock? Okay. Um, right, and uh, because it, the, the Rock is playing Black Adam, right? Yes. Yeah, okay, yes. cool. <laughs> Otherwise, that was going to be a really, really weird reference, but... Yeah, which in which case I guess this confirms the um, multiverses multiverse uh, theory of it, it being Fortnite Part Two. I hate <clears throat> that so much. 
I, I'm still I'm still coping and laughing at uh, all the Dragon Ball stuff in Fortnite right now. I don't need to think about the Rock, uh, being in multiverses as well. Yeah. Um. I'm so. I'll I'll be honest. I'm a little bit nervous how quickly they're announcing all of this DLC because this is such a high velocity for a game that it's still not properly released, right? Ah, uh, this is for season one. Yeah. Yeah. So season so one will be officially released. Yeah, this right, is this but, is like the this is like the uh the beginning of proper early access. But even even within the context of season one, right? Because we've had uh what two two network tests, including the one that I don't know if it's still ongoing or not. Uh, but of no, the network finished. tests, we've already had three characters being added as DLC. Uh they we had early access just started, which was open to people who were in the early accesses or paged their way in. Um, now this is like the official free release of the game. And yeah, um, LeBron was part of that early access period, yeah. And then, um, yeah, these, LeBron, these next four... Iron Giant, uh, and... I, I wouldn't say Iron Giant was DLC because he launched as an early access character. Well, back in my day, when I played Multiverses, <laughs> Iron Giant was not playable, so I don't know what to tell you, Seth. But, uh, but the Battle Pass was also free then. It was Everything was free then. Goku wasn't in Fortnite. <laughs> but yeah, no, I think announcing their plans for, like, this is everything that's going to be coming over to, like, the next three to four months is pretty fine. It gives, like, a good roadmap of things for people to be excited for the next couple of months. Yeah, but I just, I don't know how they're going to keep this velocity up, I guess, is what I mean, uh, is what I'm saying. Like, this, this seems like a lot. Like, every, uh, I think it was loosely one a month, characters would get added to League of Legends. And that, that meant that if you didn't play for, like, half a year, you'd come back and there'd be 17 new champions. And all of them would be Imber in some way that uh, heavily favored making sure you had access to the new characters and all the other stuff so i don't know if they can make it work cool it's just it seems like every week it's multiverses has announced these people joining the roster and it's like all right uh but you know by comparison we've had four four-ish rounds of dlc into super smash bros over a couple of years and each one of those was hype i just feel like at the velocity we're going with this there's less hype than perhaps there should be for uh, Black Adam and Stripe being added just because it's on the back of other shit already being announced, on the back of other shit already being announced. Yeah, also, it's Black Adam and fucking Stripe from Gremlins. I don't know anyone that's going to be excited for these two characters in particular. Maybe Gremlins maybe some Black cool. Adam fans, but the Gremlin? Uh, what do you mean? Gremlins uh, are sick. Gremlins are sick, but I'm, I'm not sure. I'd never heard, like, people would be ecstatic about a Gremlin rep in multiverses. You reckon they're just doing Black Adam... Uh, for the movie tie-in? To, for the, yeah, for the movie tie-in. That's where I was Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to let you in on a secret. I couldn't give the, the slightest shit about Black Adam, but I was like, oh, sick, Gremlins. <laughs> <laughs> but you also, you also hate cape shit. Yeah, that's true. That's mm, true. Uh, I, I, right. I will say that day one, I will be there for Static Shock when he gets in. Congratulations, or sorry to hear it. Pick, pick whichever one's relevant to you. Uh, next up, we have uh, Contender for Game of the Year for uh, next year. I don't know when this is coming out, but Scroll with a Gun. It's only on our wish list, yeah. 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 No, no one else did or anything. Well, whenever, whenever it does come out, easy Game of the Year. Scroll with a Gun. You might be thinking, okay, so what's the game called? That is the game. It's called Scroll with a Gun. 
Shocker, you play as a scroll and you have a gun. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's one of those real simple does what it says on the tin games, and I like that simplicity. It, Honestly, I, it looks more like a platformer the more you watch the trailer. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I will say, Goat Simulator finally has some competition for what it is the goats of video games. <laughs> well, the squirrel of video games, but yeah, I guess, I guess we'll give you that one. I like that he steal someone's phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, also it, the little outfits that he can wear with like the acorn helmet thing is pretty fucking great. You know, uh, the little inconspicuous part where the guy's on his phone and the squirrel just runs off to a to a chair, grabs a gun, and mugs a guy is fantastic. <laughs> Even the way it waddles with the guns is really funny. Also, the fact that it gets cat ears. <laughs> like, what the heck? I mean, every good video game needs to let you put cat ears on. True. Mm. And, yeah, the pla- the platformer part, I-, I think it's fantastic that using the guns recoil to platform across big, ju- big gu- uh, jumps and gaps is incredible. I like that you just use an Uzi to like float up in the air, punch a guy in the face, and then just spray his body, and then just play with his body. <laughs> yeah. Like did our turn. <laughs> it even has sick kills, sick kill animations. It, does. it is, it is pretty in depth, it giving Saints Row a run for its money on how ridiculous a game can get. <laughs> uh, and the crazy part is, Square with a Gun's been announced for multiverses. Do <laughs> <laughs> you imagine? It's sick. Instant main. <laughs> it, it'll be too OP, but no one will care. You just imagine Everyone it blo- be floating him, so. slightly off the stage by just shooting constantly. Uh, Literally anyway, so yeah. small that hitboxes are just, like, impossible to hit. It's actually just, like, fucking every- Pichu from Smash. <laughs> you know how yeah. every character but, but has easy combos? You know how every character <laughs> has easy combos against Iron Giant because he's so big? That'll just be the scroll against everyone. Yeah. Yeah, true. <laughs> but you'd be juggling them with a gun, so it's, it's easy for two reasons. Um, anyway... Uh, mm. yeah, super excited for that. Uh, I, I, it depends on the price and when it comes out and everything else, but I have my eye on that one. I will probably I, end up wishlisting it on Steam. I will pay the exact same amount I would pay for Dra- Dragon Ball to Breakers for this game. $80. $80, yes. Jesus Christ. You're like pissing your money away. <laughs> Give it to me instead. You want you always wanting to be paid for the podcast, you're pissing away on shoot games. <laughs> No, no, I need I the money it. so I, I said can, what I said. I need the money so I can get you a better microphone. Hmm. <laughs> yes. Speaking <laughs> of uh, pissing away money onto shit games, I'm kidding. Uh, or, or not, depending on if you like Sony games or not. But uh, Sony is rumored to be working on its own PC game launcher based on some files found in uh, Spider-Man, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, get fucked out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, tell us what you really feel. <laughs> <laughs> That's my thoughts summed I'm, up. I'm just glad that we finally have an Ubisoft Games for Windows Live Uplay hybrid crossover killer. <laughs> it's been a while. They've been dominating the industry. I think I think if one's going to do it, Sony. Sony will be the one. Sony will be the champ. Um, Resident Sony Simp, Seth, uh, how is this a good thing? Resident Sony Simp. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> silence. Sorry, sorry, something came up. Um, no, I... I'm not going to say it's a great thing because I hate additional launches, but um, as long as everything is still on Steam and Epic Game Store, I couldn't give it uh, too less of a shit about it. Um, the positives I, that are coming from this, though, is that um, part, uh, like rumored from six months ago is um, that uh, when they, if they do this launcher, then they will also have like a free integration between um, cross buy. So if you buy a PlayStation version of the game, then you'll own the PC version and vice versa. 
So that that would be nice. Um, I'm pretty if sure. If I Microsoft... already own a PC, do I get a free PlayStation? No, I wish. Today you can pay 125 dollars for your your PlayStation games on your PC too. Yay! Yeah, because I'm pretty I'm pretty sure Microsoft does the same thing with the the uh, Windows Store or the Xbox Store, whatever's on PC. Um, I've it only... does, except I don't think Sony has the integrity to actually do it. So we'll see. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we we literally riddled. just the only things we know about this is. There's files in Spider-Man and there's rumors from six months ago. I don't think there's anything that we can comment on for sure about what they will will and won't do for this. It's all just speculation. It's probably the same as the Switch Pro. Okay, yeah. riddle me this, you PC gamers. What's the difference? And maybe I don't see a difference because I see it more as a hardware type of thing. What's the difference between using something like Steam versus something like Epic or the the Games Windows Live or something. As long as you're playing the game, does it? Oh, does it really matter? Windows Live was a piece it's, of shit. That oh, didn't work. Yeah, no, 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 it's, it's, it's it's real simple, Steve. Let, let me break it down. All right, so so, uh, uh, close your eyes. Are, you, are, you, are your eyes closed? Yep, eyes are always closed. Big fella, I'm blind. <laughs> Excellent. This will make this next part way easier. So, uh, what I need you to do is uh, pick, picture any game that you want to play. Just any 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 platform, any game. Right. Just pick, yep, pick one. I'm picturing it. Yep. Cool. What 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 is it? It's not, it's not a magic trick. Mass no, you, you, have, you, have, you have to tell me. Okay, Mass Effect, cool. What platform are you playing it on? Uh, the Xbox. All right. The Xbox X, to be honest. Yeah, cool. So, so you, you, you boot up the Xbox, and, and, then, and then you press the button, and it launches Mass Effect, right? That's correct. Yeah, cool. So, uh, so what, what, if, what if... Now, just, just hear me out, right? This is, this, is, this is the imagination time. What if, uh, when, when you booted Xbox, uh, and, then, and then you, you, you press the... I'm, I'm assuming the, the A button to, to launch Mass Effect. Would that be right? That that is correct. What if what if that didn't do anything? Mm. I check my batteries on the controller. Yeah, 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 okay, yeah. No, that that's reasonable. That's reasonable. Yeah, you, you check the batteries. You check that. Okay, so so you go and you get some fresh batteries, right? Fresh batteries, cool. Uh, and and now you press A. Uh, and then uh, and then it's just wildly, just crazy, squirrel with a gun shows up. Uh, and and breaks your hand. <laughs> just 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 Not imagine again. imagine right right. Uh, Imagine, this, I'm there, I'm there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would, would this negatively impact your ability to launch Mass Effect? Yes. Yeah, but, I mean, I, you know, I, but, I, I but, don't know where you're going with this. But, you know, <laughs> you, you could still launch Mass Effect if you wanted to and, and play it, right? So, like, really, like, what, what's a broken hand and, and, some, and some extra batteries? So, uh, so now, now imagine um, that you're trying to launch uh, basically any PC games launcher, but instead of a squirrel with a gun showing up and just, like, shooting your hand, um, they they basically brick your computer, and, and, they, and they don't even let you play the game. Uh, that that's kind of like you, you could still play it if you didn't brick the computer, but the computer sort of bricks. So it's kind of like chicken and egg. Uh, it is the game to Windows Live experience. Yes. Yeah. No, I knew I should have so, said it. I knew that was like a red rag to a bull. I knew I should have said it. <laughs> I mean, so, the thing with so the Epic Game Store is just that Epic Game Store didn't have a cart for like two years, while Steam does. Oh, There's a lot right. of things about Epic Games, though, mate. So UI it's, it's is just fucking data. garbage for the start. It's 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 just kind of hard. So like even even playing um, Forza Horizon Five, right? That that's that's a modern game. That's that's a recent game. Uh, first party support. It's it's a Windows game. It's 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 a game made by like made like in, uh, it's playground games. But I'm pretty sure Microsoft does like a heavy hand in that as well because it's you know one of the one of one of the old console shifters. So um, imagine being me, right? Uh, I'm I'm a fairly fairly tech savvy guy, right? Working the tech biz. Uh, really enjoy playing some Forza Horizon Five with with the boys. 
Um, but every time I play it, uh, I'm not, I'm not able to connect to the internet. And you think, hmm, that's weird. Is it because you've left your ethernet cable unplugged? And I go, no, that was just one time. It hasn't happened since. Um, and so everything everything's connected. Uh, and then I realized that I need to, every time I want to play online in Forza Horizon 5 through, uh, because it's technically part of the Microsoft store that I bought it on, uh, I need to open up settings, go into Xbox settings, go into networking, uh, click check Xbox networking, which will then uh, poll my Torito connection and a few other like NAT settings and Xbox Live stuff. Uh, fail to qualify my Torito connection. I then click fix it, wait another 30 seconds for it to say, hey, we fixed some stuff, please try again. I then click check again, and then everything works, and then I relaunch Forza Horizon 5. Uh, and I need to do that every time I launch the game. <laughs> Every Sounds like time. a skill issue, man. If you're on, this doesn't happen on console gaming. I'm just going to say that right now. So um, my biggest Steam. problem with it is, yeah, yeah. My biggest problem with it is when you load a launcher that loads a launcher that sometimes loads another fucking launcher, and you're like, yeah. "Fuck off!" You can, like seriously oh, yes, yeah. get out of here, and yeah, it'll load up like Origin, which spins your fans up to ninety percent. It's just taking up <laughs> your hardware specs out of the wazoo. Like it's eating your eating your um. At- Eating all your hardware more than Google Chrome does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And why? Oh, so Sony can make not... more profits on their already ridiculously huge amount of profit games. Like, seriously? Nah, no, don't give a shit, bro. Maybe if it's a decent launcher and there are benefits to it, then maybe I will consider downloading bro, it until I, then. I don't no, even care off. if it's a decent launcher. All I want is that if I launch the game, it doesn't ask me to log in every single time, which is what Epic Games does. It mm-hmm. doesn't try to spin my fans up to 100%, which is what Origin does. It doesn't make me want to uninstall it on launch, which is what Games Windows Live does. And it doesn't try to sell me ads for a game that I'm not currently playing, which is what Uplay does. If it just yep. doesn't do that, I'm on board. I am so sick of this marketplace to begin with. They just have to not fuck it up and they have my money. And literally, I just do not give a shit as long as they continue to put games on Steam and Epic like they already do. They, they can they have their launcher See, and have it no, fail or succeed, whatever. Um, as long as See, it's, no, as long as no, it's no, on the other how, marketplaces as well, then it's completely fine. Yeah, notice how you said, like, as long as it's on Steam and Epic. Are we finally at that, that point of view where we're... Um, I mean, I don't want people... I, people use the Epic Game Store. Sony releases their games on there as well. I don't want to take it away from them. I do. I do? (laughs) (laughs) I'll say it. What I would like is something like uh, GOG, where it's just DRM free and I can just load the fucking game. That'd be nice. (laughs) Uh, You know, especially for single player games with no online mechanic. (laughs) Why? (laughs) I bought the game. I have a license. Check it in with the server and then fuck it right off. I don't need the fucking launcher. If you people, if you PC gamers didn't always pirate games, then maybe we could have nice things. Yes, right. I'm sure. That's why pirate piracy went down hugely when Steam went in place, because it worked. And now there's a million different launches, and oh, people are starting to pirate again. I don't know, man. Well, oh, it becomes the streaming service thing. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's not even the streaming yeah. service thing. It's, it's Epic Games going, why don't we spend uh, a lot of money to make sure that it's exclusive to Epic Games? And everyone goes... So we're pirating. I don't it. want that. Yeah, basically. <laughs> I think the only exception I ever made to that was Borderlands Three, and it was a Twitch simulator. And I was like, "Well, that was not worth any money." So, Twitch simulator. What does that even mean? The entire game story <laughs> was based on Twitch. Yeah, yeah. Good. Yeah, the main villain was an e girl. 
yeah, li literally live streams to you while you're playing the game, and you're like, please leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> well, you... Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, can't wait to, to play Forspoken, how excellent that game looks for $125 on a launcher that probably mines crypto. I mean, Excited. that's a, that's a, <laughs> you're saying that, but that's a Square Enix <laughs> game. Square Still Enix a is the Sony exclusive one, isn't it? Uh, P PS5 exclusive, PS5 I believe. PS5 PC. Oh, they're, they're putting it on Sony they've shitty already, launcher. They've already put it on Steam for 115 Good fuck. <laughs> that's so much money for such a shit game. They should learn their lesson from Babylon's Fall. There was a great one where I was watching a mate, like I was, I was on a mate's place a couple of weeks ago, and he was like, oh, let's just launch, um, it wasn't even Jackbox, it was like a specific, I think it was Drawful, that he had separate to Jackbox. Ah, uh, Drawful. Oh, yeah, they put game. Drawful like for free by itself for a little while. Yeah, on, on Epic, and so he, he goes to launch it, well, no, we tried to launch it on Epic, I don't know, we tried to launch Epic for some reason, it was either for Drawful or for Jackbox, but we launched Epic, uh, he has to download a client update. Okay, that's fine. Downloads a client update. Sitting here, it's now been five minutes. That's fine. Client's installing. Cool. So, only five minutes. You know, we'll be playing Drawful for a bit. Not a big deal. We then try and launch Epic Games. Okay, has to log in. He has two accounts, which, okay, that's his bad. Yep, fair enough. That's his bad. Has to figure out which password it is. Fine. He then finally finds the right password. Logs in. We've now wasted seven minutes before playing the game. Again, some of that's his fault. That's fine. Yeah, Got go a client update, all that stuff. Uh, all of the language is now in Romanian. Just the, <laughs> the, the whole client app itself is in Romanian. And that's we go, fine. okay, that's, that's interesting. That shouldn't happen. Uh, and then he Googles, help by Epic game, Games Launchers in Romanian. And there's a lot of hits that say, yes, this is a common occurrence. <laughs> <laughs> click, click, on, click, on the set, click on the icon that looks like this to open settings. And this number down the list to get to the language and then this checkbox to bring the language menu. And of course it's changed since then because of the update that he just downloaded. So he's stuck with a Romanian client. And so then he, he goes to the help menu and the help menu takes him to a, a, a Chrome page, which launches in English and he checks his account settings and it, account settings are English. And I don't know, this is, this is what I mean. Like all you have to do is just not fuck up a launcher this badly. And I'm fine with it. But, it's almost like at every moment they go, well, we can't make it a pleasurable experience. We have to make people hate themselves every time they try and launch a game. So I can't wait to see Sony's take on this, whether they try and open the bloody Xbox networking thing every time they want to launch the app or something weird. There has to be something, right? Like it can't go as smoothly as Steam or else people would be on board with it. So they just have to find their own little niche of how to fuck up the gaming experience on PC like everyone else does. It just, oh, it just loads up the PS3 cross-media bar. I was about to make a joke about it. It makes you makes you play it with a PS3 controller, <laughs> which is the fucking worst controller that's ever released. But yeah, Sony oh, Sony yeah. launcher. So, Sony, Sony launcher doesn't let you download any games. It's entirely streaming. I I soft oh. I soft disagree, Josh. Only because I've never had a problem with the D pad, unlike the <laughs> Nintendo Switch Pro One. Switch isn't a real console. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you boys once the switch comes out we'll see who's laughing <laughs> forgot about the switch thing 10 out of 10 alright then we move on to the last story now I'm tired of being yeah. angry yeah yeah. Well, oh well it's uh, <laughs> oh, no. news for you <laughs> this well, is a terrible story not to be angry on yeah well spe speaking of speaking of switch news uh, <laughs> and things that you want to laugh at but then cry on the inside um We'll, 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 field, we'll field the old headline arena first. 
Nintendo of America's testers say they faced years of sexual harassment. Really, that's basically all you need to know about the article. But so have you heard about the Pokemon Vaporeon? Exactly, yeah, <laughs> but naturally we're going to expand on this to just touch on a few of the points that... Alright, I don't know about you, but I work in a company where there's about two to three hundred people in the office. And there are some people that you like and you get on with and some people that you don't like and don't get along with. But I haven't found those people yet. I hope I sh- never do. Sure, but like... You're that person? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God! <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, there might be some disagreements at work. Everyone has those. It's fine. I'm still yet to just be around any kind of employee that is just the kind of definitional shitbag which constantly exists in the gaming industry and on one hand yes i'm very grateful that i i do not have to deal with any of this bullshit on the other hand i almost refuse to believe that people like this are real because <laughs> it's just so it's so outlandishly different from just how i experience work day to day that i almost can't comprehend people making decisions to just wake up and choose being a shitbag today like I can't, yeah the, the way this article opens up is like so like they just don't think um like okay i i mentioned the vaporeon thing because they i being on uh, being on the internet as long as uh, uh, we have i wait, think wait, the sir, vaporeon- sir, i got one better i got one better did you know that in terms of pokemon vaporeon and if a chill went down your spine just from that you know exactly what we're talking about. If yeah, it sure did, yeah. and you go, please tell me more Vaporeon facts. Uh, no, 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 Get no. Out. This isn't that kind of story. Get out while you still can. Exactly. But yeah, us us being on the internet as long as we have, and knowing that uh, Vaporeon copy pasta, we we get a laugh out of it. We make jokes a- about it. Um, but no, we we understand it. There's like a in work. There's a sort a sort of professionalism you're meant to have, and not post something like that in an open work environment uh, chat. But not even that, like, I wouldn't go further than the initial sentence of meme for most of the time, you know? Well, well I mean, that, that's <laughs> the thing, right? It's like, that, there's, that, that's why I almost refuse to believe that it's not real, because you have, uh, th- there's like, um, there's like a hierarchy of what's acceptable, right? We all know the copy pasta, but none of us No one makes sent- a reference to it in work. Well, so not even that. No one, like, we're, we're all good friends here, right? We, we're, we're all in a group chat. No one has sent that copy pasta to anyone else in this group chat, right? I, I think I I'm think correct so, in saying no. that, right? Yeah, no, I yeah, think... Yeah, they, we, we, we just make a reference to it. Exactly. We'll just, be like inter- we'll just say, yeah. like, Vaporeon you, and then three dots or so, the first couple of some, words. Like, we'll, we'll like know that. it off by heart. It's very yeah. close to our hearts. Because, at least from my case, the comedy comes from the reference of the material not the material itself. Yeah. And so yeah. That, that, that's amongst friends. Let's go one step further. Now there's people that aren't just friends, but colleagues. Now I not only would never post the copy pasta, I would probably not even make a reference to the copy pasta. So to have this guy just walk in and go, her duh, here's the copy pasta for all the colleagues to see. Oh my God. <laughs> in a, I in a Microsoft that Teams real. area, no, no less. Not even like casually mentioning it, but posting it for like the entire company to see going, this is a good idea to have digital evidence on. And then the yeah. one they yeah. do right after that is even worse. Yeah. Which is I, impressive. I, yeah. So talking talking about Paimon, and I'll leave it there. Yeah, well, Paimon, if you're not familiar from Genshin Impact, is a very small childlike object, and that that's all you need to know. 
A lolly, if you but will. I, I, can't, I, I honestly can't. What goes through a person's mind? Yeah, exactly. Like, you know what? This is going in the work chat. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Well, no, that, that's the thing, right? If 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 you if if um, well, I guess that's almost the case of this headline, right? If someone sent this headline into the group chat and said, "Hey, someone posted the Vaporeon copy pasta at work," I would laugh because I'd think that's such an outlandishly fucking stupid thing to do. No one in their right mind would do that. Therefore, it's funny by how absurd it is. And then you go. Oh no, they did that. Oh no, they they willingly made the choice to do that. This is horrific. Yeah, yeah. I'm- and then the the article continues into the things that you see all over the place, like the wage gap problems, um, general contractor problems, and contractors far outweighing like full time employment at Nintendo with no chance to ever climb the ladders. And then you get into the fun stuff, like um. Blatant homophobia. Mm. Yeah. Yes. I just, I, I don't get it. I, yeah, I'm, I'm in a very privileged position to have never had to see it in a workplace. I totally accept that, but I just, I cannot fathom that this type of shit just continues. And that it's regular as well. Like, it's, like, it's week imagine, on week. Uh, yeah, that's <laughs> the thing. Like, imagine being this guy, right? This guy, let's assume, right? Let's give him benefit of the doubt that he's not a complete fucking moron at his job. He's probably... He just thought, ha ha, funny Nintendo joke. No, let's no, no, no. Share o- outside of that, outside of all of that, right? Let, let's, let's just take a step back from all of that. If, if I saw that there was an uptick in people being a shitbag at work to women, I would think, huh, there's a lot of people being shitbags to women at work these days. I should be more aware of people being shitbags to women. Especially almost, in the industry that I work in. Exactly. <laughs> it's, it's, it's almost even crazier that people in the industry go, man, there's a lot of news about people being shitbags to women right now. Anyway, let's just copy-paste this Vaporeon meme. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, might, it, might, it, has to be, it has to be some sort of weird, no one else is calling them out on it. Like, it's a constant know, thing within, well, we're calling them out on it right now. My, oh, you're on notice. <laughs> My bet's on room const- digit IQ. I don't know. Uh, room, yeah, <laughs> room warmth yeah. IQ. Room digit IQ. <laughs> yeah, fuck, yeah, I'm, I'm the, the room temperature IQ. It's probably one of those things where it becomes such a boys club that you become so unaware that someone may not feel comfortable with this or if someone doesn't feel comfortable with it, they don't say anything. So everyone's like, huh. No one's saying anything. Of course, this stuff is all funny, and I find it funny. Therefore, everybody else finds it funny. There is there's just a lot of people without very good social skills. I I know yeah. that every week that someone someone gets pulled out for how they talk to women, but that can't be me. I some of my best friends are women. Anyway, here's a Vaporeon <laughs> coffee pasta. <laughs> it can't. I can't oh. be sexist. I have a girlfriend. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I have a Wi-Fi get- beat. Yeah, my mother is a woman. God. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm getting too worked up about this to want to continue talking about it, but it's just it's just frustrating because it's the most it's it's literally the most avoidable situation like in the industry. Just don't be shitty to women. It's and if like, you can't avoid that, just shut the fuck up. <laughs> just don't like, exactly. just, just like, literally do nothing. Yeah, just don't be that's, shitty. That's that's the thing. It's just like the best thing you could do is just not be shitty to women. The second best thing is to just not do anything. 
and you still yeah. picked the worst option. It's wild, honestly. Oh, it just anyway. I'm done. Any any comment? Any more comments from you guys? I'm I'm done talking about this. I can't wait until next week when we find out the next game company. Like it, it's happening everywhere. Yeah, I was gonna like, say it's, cool it's, it's an Activision Blizzard for the. Uh, I was about to say my money next week is on yeah. Activision. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations, I, Activision like, Blizzard, for the participation award of they actually took our advice and didn't do anything rather than actively choosing the shittiest option. Bobby Kotick seeing this news quiet. article like, yes, it's my turn next week. <laughs> it's, look, look, as much as it's, it's a shit thing to think about, but it's good that all these stories are coming out. Oh yeah, no, because I, you want these to come it's, out it's, so that it stops the uh, the cycle from continuing. Yeah, you you want it because I work in a very uh, I want to say well adjusted like a normal workplace where this kind of so I don't think this kind of stuff wait, goes wait, on. Wait, and if I you, you work in an industry where people treat each other like humans, that's crazy. Yeah, I know. Shock. That's Absolutely crazy, right? Shock. <laughs> <laughs> You're not gonna lie. Yeah, like I'm actually I'm I feel valued and I don't hate my job. So that's it. That's kind of cringe. Um, but it just, it seems like one of those things that the more it comes out, the more that people speak about it, the more that the general public knows what's going on. We can put pressure on different game studios and get them to do better. Actually, you know what? Unionize. You're right. You're right. Who, who the fuck wanted to buy Kirby? Who was it? <laughs> it wasn't me. Couldn't have been me. You can, you can hear them shriveling up into a little ball in the background. They're nice, Josh. <laughs> Keep it up and you're off the podcast. That that, that, think, that game is this game Kirby game Nintendo of America? I that, don't know. That, that game might have been tested by this sick fuck. You don't know. <laughs> if, if I open the hard, Kirby game and there's a fucking big pouring, pouring on, on it, yeah, yeah no. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, I actually done now. So, yeah, final final words from anyone else. Otherwise, moving on. See you next week. Yeah, this, yeah, this, uh, this shit it's also need, tiring. This shit needs to stop, but yeah. also the more it comes out, the better it is for everyone. Yep. Uh, okay, well, that is the news done for this week. And of course, we didn't get an audience question last week. So audience question for this week, Jackson writes in asking, what series would you most like to see rebooted? Which I guess is quite timely, given that we just talked about Alone in the Dark getting the old reboot. Um, and Saints Row reboot is coming out in... A week. A week? Yeah, that's right. It's coming up soon. Uh, yeah, next shoot. Tuesday. Oh. I, I'm, I'm not going to say that I'm rebooted out. I think... Oh, oh no. I got it. The only... So, uh, I guess... I, I Well, I, I think I need to make a distinction between rebooting and remastering. Because... Yes, I was literally... I was going to say the same thing, my friend. Yeah, rebooting I, is making something new. Remastering no, is no. taking the oh. old one and polishing it up. Thank, thank no, so said. rebooting uh, is when, when you um, open up uh, your Windows tab and you press the restart button. Uh, remastering is when you're replying to an email with a subject line is master. Rebooting is the job of a good cobbler. <laughs> no, like, a, like a peach cobbler? <laughs> no, like That's a it. Cobbler. We're done. Pack her up, fellas. We got to episode 37. We're never peaked. Pack her up, fellas. That was so fucking funny. Uh there wow. I am rambling on, and Josh is like, nah, fuck you, Steve, I'm gonna find you. <laughs> thought uh, thought, man, thought of that it. joke a while ago and thought that was too shit to say. I'm just gonna sit on that one, and that's the one that killed Steve. All right, fine. <laughs> um, yeah, re- reason for the distinction in my head is that I, I can't think of anything that I want rebooted. I can think of stuff that I want remastered, and I want uh, specifically Motorstorm Pacific Rift remastered. Rift? Yeah, Rim's the movie. Pacific Rift. I want Pacific Rift remastered. 
and I want Burnout 3 and 4 remastered. Uh, Actually, I was going to you know say what? that. Fuck it. I want the Burnout series rebooted. I'll say it. <laughs> yeah, Burnout getting a reboot would be great. Like, Burnout Paradise was sick. You know what? I want both. Oh, okay. Yeah, fair enough. Um, in a in a in a um in a spiritual sense, they did get rebooted as the Danger Zone series, but that uh Danger did they? I've never even heard of that. Danger, yeah, da- Zone. Danger Zone. Hang on, I'm just googling it. Da- Danger Zone Two. Oops, was... and it's just giving me fucking Top Gun. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what did I fucking expect? <laughs> um, yeah, da- Danger Zone 2 uh, had more... Bur- so, Danger Zone 1 was basically a crash junction simulator, like the good old days of Burnout 3, Burnout 4. And that was quite fun. Uh, and then Danger Zone 2 had some racing elements as well. It has problems. It does have problems, but I can see what they're trying to get to, and I hope that they keep iterating on it and improving it, because it's the same... Um, so, it's this, uh, a lot of the core talent behind the Danger Zone team are the people that were in teams that worked on burnout i i don't remember what company they they are now that's producing danger zone but i i hope that three fields it, what was that three, it's, uh, three fields I oh think. shit it was three fields okay i was just thinking that was something yeah. else just yeah. according to the wikipedia yeah page, no no it, it's, de- it's definitely three fields definitely three fields um yeah i hope they're doing a third one because i i like the improvements they made from one to two and i want to see it continue to improve but it's still not i mean i don't think it would i yeah, they just don't have wasn't, the people or the budget to get close to burnout levels, but you know, wasn't there? Isn't a Wreckfest type of in the same vein? Nah, nah, nah. nah. So I, I've, played, like a, uh, I've, uh, I've played Wreckfest. Twisted it's, Metal. Yeah, Wreckfest is much closer uh, to Twisted Metal. Okay, it's it's fun. It is fun. It's very like it's basically a destruction derby, but it's missing a lot of the uh, pieces that made Burnout great. Like you can slam into other cars and stuff, but there's no takedown mechanic. Is it's yeah, much more okay. of a focus on like racing and damage than like big destruction and set pieces. Oh, okay, rats. Yeah, that was yeah. the best part about the Burnout series when you're doing those big crashes. Yeah, oh. and the, like the after touch takedowns and having to get like a oh, triple after touch takedown so good. to to get yeah. the trophy. What a time! I think actually, I want. Well, I, was, I would have said the Knights of the Old Republic series, but that's already been rebooted, and well, it's in development hell, so we'll get that in like 2030. For the Xbox uh, series, sexed yourself. I don't know. Um, Xbox peg. <laughs> oh, <ooh. laughs> the Xbox prostate. Um, <laughs> I want the the Jade Empire series. Oh, I could either go remastered, but a reboot wouldn't be wouldn't go astray either. Actually, I got I got one more for the for the reboot train. Simpsons hit and run. Oh yeah! Just just because uh, Kiwi YouTuber Rubes is remastered. Well, I guess he's technically doing a remaster, but uh, he's he's one man banding, or I guess two two or three man banding because he's getting some help from a few other people. Um, remastering Hit and Run in Unreal Engine, and it's a specific series. Uh, you can look it up on YouTube. He's up to episode four or five, I think, and it's really cool watching him recreate something that was built almost twenty years ago. I think. No, actually, it's been. Um, how do you how do you spell that name? I'm going to uh, add R- it to my R- R- R-E-U-B-S. 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 Or you can also look up. not being publicly released. No, 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 no. So he he isn't releasing this, but it's an it's entirely just like a, it's basically like a what if, but he quite rightly doesn't want to get taken to the cleaners for Simpsons IP, which fair enough. Um, it's owned by but, Disney. Yes, a lot they of money will to lose. kill him. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, he um. He, 
there, there was a video of him building the first mission in Unreal uh, quite a while ago now. I'm not sure about a year, but certainly about six or so months ago that did so well on YouTube that it, it convinced him that he should turn it into more of a series. That's what he's been doing. Yeah. Uh, super interesting. Yeah, so it turns out, so, yeah, so I, it was, that was like how he remade Simpsons Hit and Run in a week. They got like 7 million views. Yeah. Um, and it looks like, yeah, was a, that's about a year ago and he sort of is redoing it. Uh, yeah, man, that would be actually be a sick game. And like, there was like the, the Simpsons Road Rage as well. Did you yeah, know gaming? Yeah, that's did right. A, the Crazy Taxi did one. a video on that. Yeah. That was a good game. Oh, yeah. yeah. Very good game. Uh, yeah, anyway, shout out to Did You Know I, Gaming. Good stuff. I've, uh, I've spoken way too long about this. So, Josh and Seth, your, your picks. I have two. Um, Pick I don't one. want a. I don't. No, I don't want a, I don't want I a full reboot. I want like the story to continue, but like a gameplay reboot to modernize it for the Jack and Daxter series. Continue on from where like Jack Free or Jack X left off. Ignore the, um, the PSP game, The Lost Frontier. That, that never happened. I uh, will never mention it on this podcast again. Um, any mention of it will get deleted and sent to the void. Um, but yeah, continue on the Jack and Daxter series. Keep the characters and the story going. Um, but uh, yeah, just modernize the gameplay for what the standard is for uh, what's expected now. Um, and another one is because it's trending at the moment. <laughs> um, I'd like to see Sparrow come back and reboot it back into a collectathon instead of the Skylanders games. Uh, this is re- it did come back recently. It got remade by what was it Toys for Bob? Yep. Um, that that is why it's trending at the moment because Toys for Bob put up a tweet where they posted eighteen plaques. Uh, 17 of them are shown. It's all their games, uh, covers, and a disc uh, on a wall. And the 18th one is blurred out. So hopefully Asparo 4 is in development from them. Hmm. But yeah, no. Uh, yeah, uh, the remaster happened, yes. But do a reboot, like bring back Spyro 4 um, like they did for Crash 4. Like after such a long time of nothing or Skyland is happening, give us what well, we want. Um, also like Sly 4. And Sly 4, yeah. So that was also quite a while, I guess. Sly 4, the Sky that, Dragon? But sure. Sly for the executive <laughs> producer, actually. But uh, <laughs> uh, reasonable distance after Sly 3. Uh, Josh, what about you? Um, I have a couple of answers. I won't choose one. Fuck off, Patrick. Um, <laughs> I'll force the, you to choose okay. one. Ooh. Hurtful. Uh, Legacy of Goku, I think, would be a great remaster. They did. Uh, that's Dragon Ball Kakarot. Uh, no. No, it's no, not. No, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, that's not a remaster, that'd be a reboot and still fucked no. Um So I would like to see that remastered. Um, I would like, I, saw, I'm, I was thinking about this earlier, but I can't decide if I'd prefer a remaster or a remake of some of the early Monster Hunter games. I think a, a remake would be very good, but also I'd still want them to work on World 2, so I, I'm torn. <laughs> I mean... I feel like a remake wouldn't do it justice because they'd have to change too much to be good, like to, yeah, to be I, true to the original series. We, At weirdly, that point, I've, you might as well make a new game and implement the maps from the older ones or something. Yeah, I don't want the map. I want the stories and the stuff like that. So, Well, that that's kind of Generations Ultimate. Like, Generations Ultimate was the kind of uh, siren song of that style of Monster Hunter game. Hmm. So, yeah, I, I think... Th- anyway, I think that would be good, but I would rather World 2. So, eh. Fair enough. Um, and the other game uh, that I want remade is Sanctum. Sanctum 2 specifically. Ooh. Yeah, that's um that's Coffee Stain, right? Uh yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Coffee Stain. Um but uh basically uh yeah, I think same actually, <laughs> to be honest. 
Um, but they, it's a it's pretty semi-popular game. It's basically a, a tower defense game, but it's an FPS and you build the, uh, the, the levels as you go. So you start and you get X amount of blocks to build a pathway. And then as you go up and clear waves, you get more blocks and get money to place down turrets and stuff like that. But it's still an FPS. So you can still run around and like kill things. And you, know, you can save up money if you can kill enough with guns, but the guns aren't particularly powerful. So the old, it was a really uh, fun game to play with friends. Array of, array of violators at the back line. Yeah, the violators were the best thing in the entire game. They were so good. Um, but yeah, that was a really, really, really fun game. I wish there was more. What I would love to see is a custom map, like, like Halo Forge style for that game. That'd be so much fun. So much fun. Um, so that, that's, that's something I'd, I'd really like to see. I have one more I'm going to throw on the list very quickly. Um, is it Fable? No. Uh, reboot oh. Prince <laughs> of- doing that. I know. Skyrim. Reboot Prince of Persia. I know they're doing the remake of Sands of Time, but I, something fresh from Prince of Persia would also be nice. I mean, um, you, say that, you say they're doing the remake. Isn't that the one that is The one that's in development hell and never just, coming out? Yes. Yeah. The, the one that's cancelled. Is the Prince of Persia in the room with us now? No. And that's the problem. I want the Prince of Persia to be in the room with us right now, Stephen. <laughs> But yeah, no, or either, either do Prince of Persia reboot or do something similar to Prince of Persia, but for like the other Arabian Nights stories, because th- those don't get covered enough in video games or media in general. Um, special mention to System Shock remake that's coming out that looks fucking excellent. Um, oh yeah, I was that keen does. for that. That so, does look really good. Yeah, hype for that. Sweet. Well, I think that uh, hopefully answers your question, Jackson. Uh, if you or someone you know has a question you'd like us to once again touch, we're on Facebook at Fast Travel Lounge, Twitter at Fast Travel Lounge minus one of the L's, and on uh, good old Gmail mailbag, Lounge at gmail.com. Please give us a like on your favorite podcast platform and a review or comment if you can. All interactions help boost our voices within the algorithm and bring us one step closer to being the preferred gaming and pop culture news podcast sponsored by Ford Truck Month and Krispy Kreme. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I'd maybe get a, try, a, a Ford Krispy Kreme crossover event. Oh, what if it was Maybe just... Oh, oh man, imagine what, what a Krispy Kreme donut with, like, the Ford logo on as the icing. You guys you, are you thinking guys too like a, It's a Krispy Kreme donut, bigger. but it's a wheel. Yeah, right. Just no, give me no, an F-150 full of Krispy Kremes on the U-Train. Exactly. Jo- yeah, Josh, boy. Josh is living in 2022. Anyway, with that, we come to the end of episode 37. Uh, any any teasers that uh, anyone wants to allude at? I guess I'll start. Cult of the Lamb is waiting for me when I get back to Auckland. Super excited to play that. Not sure I'll have a huge amount of time before next episode, but that is the goal. Uh, anyone else? Um, I've been going back to streaming Monarch. Um, that's something I've been meaning to do for a while. And I also... Monarch. Sorry, I don't know what that game is. I'm googling That That is a Persona-style game, uh, but a bit more like strategy RPG. Persona? It's made by the it's made by ex Persona developers from Persona Two Days. Um, it's got a bit of like a Persona ish element to it, but it's also kind of Fire Emblem hey, as well. Sixty seven dollars, Jesus! I, I got, it. I, I got it as a present. I promise to stream it. Um, it's I, I streamed the first chapter way ages ago, like four months ago, and then things caught up with me, and I had to do other things. So I'm getting back to that. Um. I just streamed the second chapter the other day. I'm going to be getting back to doing more of it. And also while we were recording, I bought Rollerdrome and I plan to check that out. 
And if people wanted to watch you stream it, other than in Discord, where would they find you? Uh, Twitch.tv forward slash Kai underscore Burr. You want to spell that, big fella? C-A-I underscore B-E-H-R. Not K-A-I-B-A? No, oh. and definitely not triple K. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, fucking reckon. There's a fucking Bobby Kotick comment there. <laughs> uh, so, I guess it's human and Pokemon compatibility. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, Bobby Kotick has um, zero appeal. <laughs> I'll either be playing um, Outer Wilds, uh, maybe the Spider Man game if I can get over the fact that it's a Marvel game. Um, otherwise, Death and Request me? was interesting. I me. keep telling you, it's good. Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, Death and Request was interesting me. Otherwise, um, I might start Ghost of Tsushima or Yakuza Like a Dragon. Ooh, Yakuza. Fuck, I need to go Yakuza back Yakuza 7 is actually something I've been meaning to get to for a long while, but I want to play every other Yakuza game first. <laughs> oh, fuck me, that's a long series. Yeah. <laughs> that's like a 600-hour yeah, commitment. <laughs> Yeah, I've played 0, 1, 2, 3, and 4, so I only need 5, 6, and 7. I've played 0, 3, <laughs> oh and 4. God. Honestly, 7 looks like we... the best one for me. Turn-based combat, baby. I've... You would like, you would like, uh, it is turn-based. Yeah. yeah, it's like Dragon's Quest based on 2, so like, oh man, I'd be so keen. They, they yeah, literally got permission like from Square Enix to use the Dragon Quest IP in it instead of just like, uh, fudging around it and pretending Dragon Quest, but never actually mentioning it by name. So honestly, that, a ten out of ten. That, that's another plus because they've done. I remember in Yakuza Zero, they had a side quest that was uh, based on like the Dragon Quest free release and how uh, insane that Japan was hilarious. Got over it. Yeah, but they they didn't have the Dragon Quest license to actually say it by name, so they had to. Uh, they called it like it. Hero Quest or something like that. Yeah, Hero Adventure or something. Something like that. Yeah, but it also was such a good fucking quest. That's an excellent quest. <laughs> But yeah, I'm glad that they've gone to a point where they can just be like, yeah, no, our main character fucking loves Dragon Quest. He's such a loser for Dragon Quest, he sees everything as a Dragon Quest battle. Fucking loser. Uh, well, yeah, people can look forward to listening to all about that, plus whatever else we feel like talking about next week. So until then, this has been episode 37. I've been Patrick. I've been joined by Seth, Steve, and Josh. And we'll catch you next time. Goodbye. Happy birthday, Miss Piggy.